Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match with you great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I use Anchor in a simple matter. I take my podcast episodes, edit them in Premiere, upload them to Anchor and schedule them and set my tags and my description, all that good stuff. Just sit back and let it distribute to all the platforms. It's very simple and very easy to use and very user-friendly. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Let's go. This is the Chase in the Frame podcast, where we interview people in the TV and film industry, talking about their journey, how they got to where they are today. We do this podcast for the frame chasers. This is for those in the film industry, going hard, let them know who we are. Frame chasers, we're, we're not chasing the fame, no, no. Tell them what we do. Chasing the Frame. This is the Chasing the Frame podcast with your host, John DeMarco. Let's count. What up, Frame Chasers? It's Wednesday. Fans on. Now it's off. But it's Wednesday, and you already know what it is. It's a new episode of Chasing the Frame. Today I'm with Alex Kirsting. Alex was on the show, but I accidentally deleted his, his audio, which I mean, huge boo and I apologize. Eh, no worries. So I'm just loaning that out there for transparency purposes. So. If it sounds like we know kind of the story a little bit, it's because we recorded this already, but don't worry, it's all fresh to you guys. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but uh, by the way, guys, Alex is a, uh, a director and actor, and he's in a film called uh, Butter's Last Meal, Final Meal. Yes. Yeah, and uh, that is going to be out sometime soon. Uh, potentially next, early next year. Uh, if You're more likely to see it if you're in high school. Gotcha. If this is episode 61, then that should be out by... Probably Marchish. This should be out by March. March, okay. yeah, I think. Think if I do my math correctly. Fing- fingers crossed, it'll be out by then. All right, <laughs> and then uh, guys, before we get started, let's take care care of some housekeeping first, real quick. First, we have to thank our affiliate partners, Artlist.io, a uh, music licensing platform for any type of content creator. Thousands of new songs every day and unlimited downloads, which is always a plus, especially when you're trying to find music for a project. That's always the hardest part. Artlist.io makes it easy and simple. Guys, if you join our affiliate link below today, you can get a year and two extra months free. So check out Artlist.io, an inspiring, inspiring music licensing platform created by filmmakers for filmmakers. Second, we got merch at teespring.com slash stores slash chasing dash the dash frame. <clears throat> Not only are we selling shirts, but we are selling hashtag frame chaser mask for $10. Honestly, it's a very comfy cloth mask and super stylish, and you let and you let people know that you're a frame chaser on set. And third, guys, it's time when we ask for the donations to the Church of the Frame. One, uh, three time, three different donation styles. One is a uh, at PayPal at CTF Pod. Uh, sorry, PayPal.me slash CTF Podcast. That's a one time donation. Uh, two is Patreon five dollar a month membership, uh, which will get you early access to the episodes in the audio and visual uh, platforms. And then three in the description below, we do have a um. 
different cryptocurrencies you can send cryptocurrency to us and that will link to our trust wallet which we are trying we are asking for donations because we want to do more things and bigger things in the future of this podcast and we have a lot of great ideas and we want to share them with you and also last but not least final thing on the uh housekeeping stuff but please like our facebook page as well as subscribe to our youtube page we have to grow that and that helps us also for other things as well too and that's because we're doing a big content push in 2021 so alex first question welcome back to the show what's up but (laughs) but first question as i ask everyone is where are you from originally uh originally from minnesota then i moved to tennessee when i was about uh just about to turn two basically was raised in tennessee Lived in Missouri for about four years, mid-Missouri for four, four, four years. Then I've been out here in Vegas ever since. So I, I don't think I asked you this the first time we talked, but do you feel like you have a Tennessee or Missouri accent? Uh, I don't think I do. I think I have more of a Southern like so, t- Tennessee accent. So just blended in together. I think everything just kind of blends all yeah. together because yeah. I can go, I can go full on Minnesota. You know? Oh wow! And you're only there until you're two. I did. I don't. I have no memory of Minnesota yeah. whatsoever. I but, mean, it's hard to memorize like. Especially if you're only that young. I just, yeah. I just remember running around in snow, I think. Yeah. But it, it snows like six months out of the year. That's out very there, true. So. I hate snow. I, it's it, it, it's fun when you don't have to shovel it. When that's you, true. I, I lived in Missouri for four years. We had a blizzard almost every single year. And, really? And I was, it was my job to shovel the driveway. Mm-hmm. And our driveway was downhill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was downhill on another hill, so it was just a really weird angle so to wait, wait. shovel you everything. Were, so your house, so your house is on a hill. So here's the hill, right? Yeah. Here's the hill. We'll say. Yes. And then your house is already here, right? Yes. Let's say, and then the house. So it's like a wow. Yeah, it was a very very steep uh, bike ride into the garage. So yeah. Let's just put it that way, and it was just a huge pain in the ass just to shovel that every that, every winter. That must winter. be really fun to actually go your, down with your bikes. It was, it's fun, but it's scary when that garage door closes on you. Yeah. Because you don't really know the timing of everything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're, e- you're eating so much shit all yeah. the time. <laughs> oh, man. I remember a uh, little tangent here, but a little side note. But like when I was little, or just in general, being like, yeah, being little, I guess, back in Jersey, and we had the hill kind of like a, uh, a decline for our driveway. And I just remember always looking both ways across the street because we all just want to go down the driveway and then kind of do a sharp turn to your left or right. And then let's go straight down the road and see how far you can go without pedaling. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> this is the stupidest things you do as a it, kid. It is. It was fun and it was always a good time. Uh, second question is to you, is what was that first TV show, movie, actor, director that you know spoke to you and you said, I want to do this? Um, the first thing that comes to mind is, uh, was Robert Rodriguez, um, I think I was in preschool when the, his movie Spy Kids came out, yep. and uh, that movie just kind of jumped out of my, like, mm. I really want to see that movie, and I never had the chance to see it in theaters, but I was constantly bugging my parents, like, I want to see it, I want yeah. I want to kids are saving the world, that, mm. that's a brand new concept, I yeah. want to know how they do it, I want to know, can I do that? <laughs> yeah. I want to save the world, I want to be the hero, that'd be cool. <laughs> Also, I had a huge crush on uh, whatever the actress's name was. Carmen? Carmen, yeah. yeah. I didn't like girls, but I liked her, and I liked Hermione. Yeah, so okay. Like, <laughs> now, out of those three movies, the original Spy Kids, mm-hmm. which one do you like the best? Uh, I think Lost Island of Lost Dreams is probably that, my favorite. That one's not that bad. I that like one's that one. really, really... It's got such a deep, random line from Steve Buscemi yeah. about like God. Like, Do you think he stays up in heaven because he fears what he creates, too? 
It's like you don't expect that from yeah. a kids movie no, with not at all. really really kind of cheesy CGI mm-hmm. stuff. I don't I mean I don't know if that was just what he was going for or if that's just what the, what the technology was at the time, but it, it was, was more of a technology thing at the time. I mean, it's still it's still a good watchable movie. It's, it is. It's, it's a popcorn flick. It, it is. And you know, it's on Netflix and I watched it recently like mm. recently and I was like I can get down with this. I don't mind this. I did what I did try watching the fourth one and I was like the fourth one is kind of it's eh. it's too much. And then I was like, eh, it's nostalgia, I think, at the point. It, too, it was all me. it was all nostalgia and it just really didn't have that much yeah. to really add on to the story. It I didn't don't work. Think. And, and you know what too, like speaking now about spy kids and looking back at that and also looking back at like uh, you know, the news with Shark Girl Shark mm-hmm. Shark Boy and Lava Shark Girl. Shark just came out. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the, the teaser trailer's we coming are, out. We are heroes. And it brings them back. Would you like to see an older version of Junie and Carmen now as oh, one, the Spy Kids? 100%. 100%. What, if you could, what would you think? Well, give, give me your pitch for the movie that Spy Kids. Oh, jeez. What would you call it? Let me, I'm putting you on the spot <laughs> here a little bit. I don't know. Um... I, 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 one thing I liked about the new ones, they did like a whole time travel thing yeah. element with the fourth one. I think if we did that, having them go back and kind of train their younger selves to fix a problem that they they, they caused as an adult. So kind of like Bill and Ted face the music a little bit? Basically. Basically? It's like, hey, you're, you're going to fuck this up. Yeah. Here's how you don't do it. <laughs> and just mayhem and chaos and constant cameos from Machete and yeah. all, the, all, the, all these, all the... Classic people Rodriguez always works with. What would you call it? Spy Kids 5, the time fixer? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there, because I feel like that's like the corny titles of the movie. Yeah, I mean, like, they don't have to make sense. They just got to yeah. be kind of like, ooh, cool. Just, Ke- get, just get butts in the seats. Catch a break. There you go. Spy Kids 5, <laughs> catch go. a break. Catch a break. There you go. I like it. <laughs> so you said you were, um, pre- uh, oh my God, I just blinked on your age for Spy Kids. You said how old again? <laughs> I think I was in preschool when Preschool, I okay. Out. I thought so. I thought you said that. Just want to make sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, obviously, you're young, and you're not really, like, thinking about making movies. Did you, like, you know, being an actor mm-hmm. at that time. So, when was it that it clicked for you that you wanted to be an actor? Uh, I don't say, I don't think it was until, um, I think, like, early middle school mm-hmm. or high school. I'm yeah. not entirely sure. Actually, I didn't actually full-on go towards the acting path until, like, my senior year of high school. Yeah. Because I remember when I was a kid, I was just, like, uh, these uh, I've I've watched Shrek like I can't believe these people do these lines every single time I watch this movie. Yeah, and I have it on DVD. Like this is so cool. It's like personal. It's yeah. I, I don't know how they do it, but and then my parents are like, no, no, that, that that's not how it works. That okay, we're putting the bonus features for you one time. <laughs> Just sit down, shut up, watch Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy be weird in the booth. Yeah, and that's kind of like oh, people actually do this as a job and yeah. that, that kind of clicks like that's something I could do. Yeah. I just kind of, so I started playing around with little cheap little video cameras. Mm. Uh, I started playing around with little animated yeah. little things. And after a while you just kind of get like, maybe I should really take this start, start taking this seriously mm. and maybe try to make a career out of it. Yeah. Understandable. And, and just thinking about like yourself as a kid, you're probably like making all these funny, like funny different voices for different characters. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. That was always fun to do. So in high school, you said that's yes. when you and you found when you wanted when you that, kind of got the bug for it. That's when I really, really got the bug for so it. So like drama class or was it a theater program you did or anything of that nature? Uh, I took my first acting class. I think like the sophomore year, halfway mm-hmm. through my sophomore year, and then I took another one uh, my senior year, and that's um, I had much more uh, 
well, a, just a better experience with that yeah. class. It wasn't, I could tell it wasn't just a money grab type thing. Cause there's, a, there's so many things out there yeah. for young kids and just young people trying to go, trying to get into like, hey, you can be the next Disney star, the next yeah. Nickelodeon star. Oh, so that wasn't in school. That was actually out of school. Yeah, it was out of school. Okay. Yeah. And then, I mean, and, and once I got to my senior year in high school, that's when I took my first like theater class. Okay. Got you. But I had taken these outside classes mm. um, prior to that, and it was just kind of hit and miss. Yeah. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're crappy. Did you feel like you got more education from the theater class sometimes than the actual classes you were taking? Oh, absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Because I feel like theater classes, especially like a theater one class, you play a lot of improv games. You do, but that kind of helped build up kind of my, my repertoire for mm. just improv yeah. itself because that's just that's my background is yeah. comedy and improv i'd watch his lines anyway and just go ham great on show it. great show fantastic show and you know with theater one you kind of you you get a little self-confidence being in front of a group so mm-hmm. i had my i senior year my all my projects i'd have to do for english or yeah. history or whatever and i was just like okay so yeah. uh i'm gonna make you laugh as much as i can so i get the a nice so there you go and then you know, it's always a, you know what I found the hardest in theater class mm-hmm. and, and even acting in general. Uh, speaking from the diaphragm, like because I remember my teacher was always like, "You have to speak from your diaphragm. Don't speak from the throat or anything like that." Right? It's like yeah. speak from here, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to speak from there and project from there. I never understood that, and I'm like, am I doing something wrong? Yeah, I never understood that either. That's yeah. what I'm. My dad wanted to be a voiceover artist when mm-hmm. he was really, really young. And so he kind of taught me how to project. Like you can, you can picture your voice as like a physical ball in yeah. your mouth, and you just kind of picture it like back in your throat. So it's you a lot deeper. But you can go very forward, and it sounds almost like a Marlon Brando type of okay. thing. A kind of a really bad Marlon Brando yeah, right there. That but, was a pretty bad Marlon Brando. Yeah. But that, that was that more from the <laughs> that from was the mouth, more, that right? was more from the mouth, more and, from the front of the mouth. You can go back of the mouth. Yeah. If you get really good, like my uh, like my wife, Chen, she can sing from the diaphragm. Wow. She can speak from the diaphragm, so she knows what she's doing. So she's trying to teach me better than what uh, some of my other teachers have. You taught me a little bit right now, yeah. so like <laughs> I'm gonna have to try that. But I feel I don't know. I'm not gonna get into the whole like where I feel like I'm speaking from because I feel like that's the that's the whole like psychological like. <laughs> it's it, it, it's a lot psychological yeah. when you talk about voice work. Like, like go into like a depression, like start talking about my problems to you, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden start crying out of nowhere, and like yeah, there you go. you're gonna take over the show. This for is me. a brand new podcast, people. It's all therapy session for John. Therapy of the diaphragm. <laughs> there you go. There we go. So okay, so um, doing those classes and doing those outside classes, taking the theater class. Did you do like the spring musical or like the fall play or anything in that senior year? Um, I I had auditioned pretty much the entire time I was in high school, mm-hmm. and then I didn't get anything until we did the student directed plays at the very end of the yeah. year in my senior year. Okay, and I'm pretty sure I only got that part is because I went to prom with the director. Smart man. I was I was not even smart man. Wasn't aware that she was one of the people directing at the time. I wasn't smart man. aware what play she was doing. I just remember <laughs> it's like you're gonna be my play, but you're not gonna be on stage. <laughs> and oh, like, yes. I'm it, like that defeats. The purpose of being in theater, doesn't yeah. it? It's like, no, no, you're just going to be off stage in a microphone. You're going to be yelling at this freshman. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That uh, fairy tale play. Yeah, the fairy right? tale. Basically, it was the, it's like it's a little 10-minute play. I think it was called After or something. And I was I was the tour bus driver, giving people like the behind-the-scenes tour of, yeah. you know, not Disney, like, not Disney World, but it's Disney World. Yeah. And this, uh, the freshman, uh, is character jumps off the bus and kind of wanders mm-hmm. past the back the uh the behind the scenes area yeah. to where the real behind the scenes is mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to yell at her and I'm trying not to say 
swear yeah. words, and I ended up dropping a, few, a couple f bombs. Like, get the fuck over here, get yeah. the lady, come on, I'm gonna lose my job. Fuck. I also got a few good yeah. laughs. Yeah, that got a few good laughs. I got a few shocks from the audience. My teachers, I like, was backstage next to me going, "I'm glad I didn't cast you in anything." <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's my last performance. I'm getting an A. I'm graduating. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I only got two days later. Calm down. It's like, I broke my collarbone in your class. It doesn't matter. You bro- wow. Tell me that one. Um, How'd you pull that off? <laughs> the very first like actual assignment we had in yeah. class was you had to write your own pantomime and set it to music. Okay. Uh, it came very easy to me, the music choice, because I thought it was just hilarious, the song. And that's Justin Timberlake's Sexy Back. Okay. Bringing sexy yeah, back, yeah, yeah. and now I can't I can't hear the song anymore without my collarbone aching dramatically. Is it a little sharp pain right now? It a little bit, just the fact that I mentioned it, and <laughs> it's self inflicted now. So <laughs> when my parents hear this, you go, "Ha, you did it to yourself this time." Yeah. Um. So my my um pantomime was about like the world's worst personal trainer. Okay. So I I go in, meet the personal trainers. Like, okay, uh, we're gonna get you to do. Uh, you're gonna do bicep curls. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, I you know struggle struggle with the biceps. Yeah. Like, no, no. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, bench press, bench press. Okay. Lay down in chair. Pretend. Bench yeah. press. And then I drop it on my throat and yeah, struggle that, with all that. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. And I remember the time I had to be as a minute long, and I was counting the seconds in my head <laughs> to make sure I had the exact amount of time. Yeah. I know I had like 30 seconds left I didn't prepare for. Oh, God. It's like... This sounds bad. Okay. Um, okay. No, no more weights. No more weights. Uh, cardio. Cardio. Yeah. Um, elliptical. Or no, treadmill. 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 Treadmill's easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just walk on the treadmill. Walk on the treadmill. Trainer starts hitting the button. Like, what the hell are you doing? Speeding up. I'm like, okay. A little faster. A little sprint, yeah. sprinting in place. And it's like, I start panicking because it's going too fast for me. Yeah. And then... Are these actual I, props on stage or are you pantomime? I'm, I'm pantomime. Pantom- okay, everything. Pant- I was like, so each, the, yeah. the treadmill's not on stage. There's no yeah, bench. Yeah, okay. There's no weights. I like, I, yeah, you're, make, you're making it sound really real. So I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> Is there actual like, props that you're no. using for the pantomime? Uh, the only thing that was there, we had a chair available to use yeah. as a prop. That was okay. it. So that's where I used to do the bench press, just to lay back on yeah, that, yeah. just to get myself a little bit of balance. But yeah. on the treadmill, running, 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 panic, 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 panic. And then I was like, I knew the finish was going to be I fall yeah. at some point. Oh, oh boy. So I was going to fall like face first, basically. That was my plan. But instead of falling face first or kind of rolling with it, mm-hmm. I fell shoulder first. Ooh. And I think I heard a snap. Oh. So as soon as I land, music, music stops. I get up and go, anybody have Tylenol? Because oh. <laughs> I was in, I was in, a whole lot of pain the because I was the first I was the first one to go for the entire class. Yeah, you set the bar right there. I was like, if I don't get an A for this, I know I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm just thinking. I I, just, I think I just I just hurt my shoulder really bad. Yeah. Like, and then I get to my next class. I'm like, close to crying because yeah. of how much pain I'm in. I'm like, I, I got I got to go home. Yeah, I got to yeah. go home. I go to the nurse's office. Call my dad. Dad's like, look, you're the one that has the car, so you just gotta drive over, try drive home. I'll take oh, I'll take you to the hospital. We'll get you checked out. Because I was like, I think I was seven. I was seventeen, yeah, yeah. going to be eighteen at the time. Yeah. So and I was driving this old beat up Ford Taurus who yeah. had no power steering. So it, anytime I had to make a turn, it was like turning in cement. 
Oh, shit. So I'm pretty sure that's what ended up breaking my collarbone. Oh, fuck. So, and I actually have a picture of the x-ray. Um, I think oh, I, think I, I don't know who wants to see this. I don't want to pass out. It's it, it, it's, it was a very clear break. You didn't need any. Holy shit. You didn't need any medical ex- I gonna, experience. I was going to ask you, like, how did you get home? If that's like, because I know, like, you know, I, I'm a person who likes to put my left hand on the wheel. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know kind of like one hand it until I need to turn sometimes. And I was like, I hope that's not the hand you like. Well, it was, it was the, uh, this collarbone. Okay. I, I, it's now so was the left. It's, it's now almost completely metal. Yeah. Oh shit. So they love me at the airport now. Oh my God. I get, I get patted down every time. I, th- I don't remember what metal, I think it's titanium and yeah. a few things that aren't supposed to set off metal detectors, but for whatever reason, anytime they sweep me like, okay, what, yeah. do, you, what do you have right there? I'm like, it's, I, I mimed and broke myself. So yeah, I'm like Tony Romo. Yeah. <laughs> basically, oh, basically, it's exactly how it was. Yeah, you're turning your like, whole shoulders are going to be like fucking metal and titanium. That's basically exactly yeah. what it was, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I'm trying to see if I can find the... I know, it was, I know it's in here somewhere. I just got to find it. So Way down in... So while you're looking for that, let me ask you then. So you did all that stuff. Then after, after high school, mm-hmm. what was the goal? What was the plan? Uh, the plan was just to go to college, mm-hmm. get a English degree, try to get a writing job yeah. on some TV show, and try to go in that way. Yeah, um, which is something a lot, a lot of actors, a lot of writers end up trying to do. Yeah, and sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you get stuck in that writer's room for a while, mm-hmm. um, and then you just kind of have to hope that you're lucky enough to break out of it soon enough yeah. that you actually have. Recognize, recognizability with your talent on yeah. the camera, not just behind the camera. Like Conan O'Brien. You Conan had, O'Brien was a fantastic writer. Uh, John Mulaney more John Mulaney. recently. Yeah, uh, also, um, who plays Saul Goodman? Bob, uh, Oden, Bob Oden, Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Also, uh, uh, I mean... I mean, Bradley Cooper was Bradley, one, too. Oh, really? So when, I, I, don't, I don't remember what he wrote. He wrote he, I know he has an English degree. And he yeah. wrote, I think he wrote half of, half of his own like, stuff at the start. Yeah, I know that's what they did. I know that's what I think Matt Damon and Ben Affleck did. Well, yeah, they, they were they, they, they had some type of degree. They also were like in movies too as well before they had uh, uh, Goodwill Hunting though too. Like they were in, like you know Ben Affleck was in Mallrats before that. Yeah, that kind of helped pay for everything. Yeah, and also like you know Ben Affleck, uh, Matt Damon was in uh, I feel like the Pelican brother. I don't know one of those like the talent. Well, that was before. Was that before? He was in a few movies before, like, I know that, um, Goodwill, I'm about to say Towns at Mr. Ripley, but Goodwill Hunting, I mean, um, also, who's the other one? Well, I mean, you have the people from The Office, like, you know, fucking Paul Livingstein. Paul Livingstein, uh, Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling, yeah, even, B, uh, BJ uh, Novak. BJ Novak. But he was, he was even supposed to, he wasn't, I don't think he was supposed to, was it, they weren't really supposed to act in it, they didn't know they were going to act in it, they thought they were just going to write in it, and then they ended up acting in the, in the show. That's actually what happens a lot of times yeah. with a lot of my own like personal projects. Like, I just want to be in the actor. I'm like, oh, you you have this writing credit yeah. on IMDb. Would you want to write a couple episodes? I'm like, let's see if I like you people first. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. This is the first meeting. Yeah, I've had. let's see what let's see what we can do. So so you go to college for the English degree. Did you finish college? You got the English degree yet? Uh, no, I did. I dropped out of college. Mm. Uh, I think halfway. I think I had. Might have been technically a junior with yeah. what uh, what how many credits I had, 
Um, but I don't remember. I'm sorry, so I couldn't find the. Oh, it's all good. Yeah, well, sure. send it to me, and I'll maybe I'll pop it up for everyone on the. Okay. On the uh, I, show, I, I got to go through Facebook, all those all right. pictures somewhere. <laughs> you don't do a hard search yeah, for. It. I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna take up 15 minutes just to find that one picture right now. <laughs> I found it. Nope, nope, nope. That's not it. It's like no, that's, that's something I shouldn't share. <laughs> oh, nope, nope. <laughs> not that kind of picture. Not that. Not that bone. So okay, so you 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 leave college. So what? Where did the journey take you after college? Um, after college, I, my attitude was make as much money as I can, mm-hmm. try to move out for my parents, yeah. get my own spot, potentially in LA. So I can yeah. start taking this, like where it's supposed, where Hollywood is, yeah, where yeah. it's like the and, epicenter and, of all, of all entertainment. Yeah. And you're right going now. to Hollywood, basically a thing about writing and then acting, uh, writing, acting, whatever comes yeah. first, basically. Okay. So I was submitting for acting jobs. Mm-hmm. I was submitting for act for uh, writing jobs. I was submitting for anything that might potentially yeah. hire me. And then I think the first thing I ended up booking was this movie called Ah Roach. Yes. And I went in because I, I submitted myself for this like little bit part. I think yeah. I was going to be like, I would only be on set for maybe two or three days. Mm-hmm. I was to be one of the first victim who died from the man-eating cockroach. Yes. Basically, I'd be eaten from the inside out from a cockroach. And they said uh, in the breakdown, like, must be comfortable with having cockroach crawl in and out of your mouth. Ugh. Did you really feel comfortable about that or like it's the job I want to do? It's like it's my first credit. Yeah. Let's let's see what I can do. <laughs> I go in. Yeah. They see me like, okay. All right, that's not it's not a bad audition. Um We're going to have you read for another character. <laughs> like, cool. Yeah. I get the script, I go out to the hallway, study as best I can. Mm. Do it. And then they had me read it again in front of the director, Jenny yeah. Gold, who liked me almost almost instantly. And she's like, mm-hmm. all right, you you got the part. That's it's not even up for debate. Yeah. That's the best read we've had all day. And we <laughs> we 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 had an idea who we wanted, but you you yeah, you're you're better. Question. Let me ask you this. I don't know if I asked you this the first time when we talked, but how did that make you feel knowing that like you were the best one out of the bunch of people that they saw? Did that like make you a little worried about the production or like go Wait, hold on. This is my first time. Is this a good thing or I like you know what was going through your mind at that time? Like in, in a sense, um, because th- it wasn't the first audition I've I'd ever had. Yeah. It was the first accepted like, audition, accepted movie audition yeah. for a little independent thing. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that said they had like a hallway full of people. Yeah. It was like uh, then downtown LA, so yeah, there yeah. was a like bunch of people trying to do open basically close to open casting yeah. call basically. And the fact they thought I was the best person for this role, like, awesome, fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Um, my, I was very grateful. I still am very grateful because I, I have great memories of that mm-hmm. movie because I got to meet uh, Casper Van Dien and Barry yeah. Bostwick. Oh, nice. I didn't know you met Casper Van Dien. Uh, got, uh, I, I didn't get a chance to meet, meet him, but it, oh. I think I had a... Well, I, I, I had several chances because me and Casper had a couple scenes together. Mm-hmm. Same with uh, Barry Bostwick, but I got to... Um, we were also in... The same set with uh, Jason Mewes. So, oh, wow. Uh, you know, Jay from Jane's Hound and Bob, for people awesome. who aren't aware. <laughs> so um, it was kind of really cool because I'm, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. Yeah. I, I didn't realize he was in the movie until I saw on IMDb after they finally posted it. I was like, oh, shit. Really? Yeah. I had a chance to. Damn it. Yeah, I, also, if I was in a scene with Casper Dan Dean, I'd probably, Dean, I'd probably to say like Johnny Riku accidentally a handful of times. Oh, I, I hadn't seen, um, <laughs> I, I hadn't seen Starship Troopers really? at that point yet. <laughs> I saw after the first week and yeah. I'm like, no, dude, he's giant Rico. Like, yeah. Starship Troopers, when you get home, Netflix, Amazon, whatever. Yeah. Find it, watch it. 
Yeah. And it was hilarious. It's his, the whole thing was like, oh, you got to go kill bugs again. Yeah. Fuck. All right. <laughs> That's great. Oh, my God. I, I, it, it, I think I, it was a, him. Uh, I think his now wife and his and uh, his daughter were all in the movie. So it was like a big family affair with them. Oh, that's it cool. Was, it was, they're, they're super nice people. Yeah, 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 They were very, very nice. Very, uh, very warm and yeah. very uh, welcoming to a lot of amateur actors like me and uh, my buddy, Jonathan Darby. That was like our first, one of one of our first gigs. Yeah. Like, as like a long-term yeah, thing. Yeah. So we were shooting for, I think, three weeks for okay. our parts. It was a total of a four-week four shoot. Mm -hmm. So it was like... But what was that like being on your first big shoot like that? And and what and also, what did you learn from Casper? Like, I mean, besides like being mm -hmm. warm and friendly to people, um, just have a have a sense of humor about yeah. everything because he he's he's dealt with a lot of uh a lot of things in his personal life, a lot of things in his professional life. So he's like, have a sense of humor about it. Know where your limits are, mm. and just be friendly to anybody you meet. It's better to be known as the nice guy than as the jackass because he's worked with enough of them yeah. that he's like. I don't want to work. If if I find out they're even producing, the this the another thing. I yeah. I, I I don't care if it's a, I don't care if it's a sequel to Starship Troopers. I don't care if it's anything else. I I'm not doing it. And that was something I th I, th I kind of took to heart because mm -hmm. I, re I really like that attitude. It's like yeah. if, if I if I felt disrespected, if if I felt kind of uncomfortable with uh, a certain person, yeah. I don't I don't want to work with them. Yeah, understandable. And then, and then, being on your first shoot, what was that like? Spirit, like, what was that like? Oh, I, how um, eye opening was that? How like I was like, nervous. It, it, I was nervous. I don't think I was nervous in the right way, though. I was, that, what do you mean by nervous in the right way? Because I was, I was still very, very new to acting. And I think I was, I, I was a really bad actor at that point. Okay. I, I don't even think I'm a good actor now, <laughs> but because I'm a horrible critic of myself. But yeah. even then, I'm like, it's cringeworthy. Seeing what little clips I I have seen of the movie, mm. just going, oh, I shouldn't have delivered the line like that. What am I looking directly in the camera? What? Why did they let that take stay? <laughs> uh, oh god, they should have killed me off. <laughs> um, it's, it was. It, I mean, it was. I was nervous just because it was the first time I was on set. I was like, yeah, because I I I'd read like, you can get fired from day one. You can get fired on your last day. Yeah, just. You got to show up on time. You got to yeah. do what they say and just don't, don't piss them off the wrong way. Very true. And there were a few people on that set that did, that did piss off the director mm -hmm. the wrong way and they got kicked off the oh, set. Wow. Uh, I think it was one of the, one of our script supervisors, which sucked because he was, he was a really nice guy to me. He was very, yeah. Okay, he was, he was, you know, shoot the breeze, talk shit, like we'll do whatever the hell we wanted to do. That's the most important, like one of the most important people too. You have yeah, a script supervisor See, also. The, the fact is like, oh yeah, yeah. After you, I think after like the second week, he was gone. Holy shit, that's like. I was like, oh, I, I was wondering what the hell happened yeah. to him. I sent him a text. He's like, uh, dude. Oh no, another gig. Don't worry about it. Oh, it's like, okay. <laughs> it wasn't at the rap party. Wasn't anything else. Yeah. Doesn't have any real association with the movie right now. So I'm like. So uh, after uh, oh, what character did you play on uh, Roach? You um, said you wanted to go for the first. The guy who got killed first. I I, I got end up getting the role of Josh. Mm -hmm. um, I think I auditioned for. I remember. I don't remember uh, the other character's name. But dead uh, dude one. No, he had, like, he had a legitimate name. Oh. <laughs> he was like he had like a total background. Oh wow! Like everyone, everyone, every other character had like a full first name, last name, a background. I was just Josh. <laughs> so like, how am I not gonna die? <laughs> 
this guy who does die has a full on yeah. detailed background. I'm just Josh. <laughs> has the I, bio. I'm, I'm the fat freshman. That's all I have. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just Josh. <laughs> Josh, what? Okay, whatever. <laughs> just um, uh, don't um. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Josh uh, Beetle. Josh Beetles. Josh Roach. Josh, yeah, Josh Roach. There you yeah. go. <laughs> so you did that, and then what did you do after uh, Al Roach? Um, and then after Al Roach, uh, I had. A few, uh, a few, a few things out here. Mm. Uh, we we did a tribute to Fluffy. I can't remember if it was before or after Al Roach, but that was that was the first gig I had um, out here in yeah. Vegas, where I was just the comedy show MC, mm. and my job was just to host oh. a fake comedy show. Mm. Okay, and then throw in like my one line to insult the main character. Easy. It's like. Okay, now, cool. Now, what was it like, you know, going from an L.A. shoot to a Vegas shoot? Like, was was there any differences you saw in that? Um, was Like, what was it like? It was significantly smaller because mm-hmm. it was such a, such a smaller budget with yeah. that. And it was more of a passion project for the director, uh, I think, Micah Cyrus. I think, I uh, can't remember if I'm pronouncing that name mm-hmm. right. Um, fantastic guy, great director. Yeah. Uh, very fun to work mm-hmm. with. It just... Um, but it, because it was a passion project, we didn't have a whole lot um, to work with yeah. uh, money-wise. We, we were very fortunate to work in the little coffee shop that allowed us to work before they opened up for the day. What coffee shop? I don't remember. I don't remember oh. at all. I know it was close to the courthouse downtown. I don't. Oh. Know, I don't know if it's still there. Honestly, public us. That might be it. I, it's. It's not. Well, it's not by the. That's not really by the courthouse. That's like a little bit of a distance, but it's still in downtown. Huh. I don't know. I don't remember at all. Makers and finders. Could be. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll I'll figure that out. We'll find it somewhere. We'll find it's, it somewhere. It's, somewhere. <laughs> it's probably on IMDb somewhere. I'm the, a fan the, of the coffee. Locations. <laughs> fan of good coffee. Uh, no, it was it was because it was folks were like, well, we don't really have a whole lot of, we don't have budget for extras. Can you bring a friend? I, brought, yeah. I just bought... My buddy from theater class in high school is like, hey, you want to be in a movie? Yeah. Sure, what do I got to do? <laughs> Don't know, but you'll be in the movie. I did that to my roommate at one time, my old roommate. <laughs> so and he was like, he's like, so this little he's Asian kid, he's just very, yeah. kinda, he's like very into martial arts. He was like, is it like a, like, can I like actually like show off? Like, no, it's it, it's a movie about a stand-up comedian. Yeah. So it's, you can you can tell a joke maybe, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> No, you can and that's ex- and that's exactly what he did. He's like, okay, so what do you want me to do? Oh, you want me to be the first guy? Cool. Goes up on stage and just goes, all right. So I I go to the closing for a joke. Okay. Look out, world! There's another Asian on the road. And I was just like, you actually said that. I didn't think you. Would, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think you'd go full on uh, race race like racist joke at the at the start of a potential movie career. That's uh, good for him. Good like, for- I mean. I thought it was hilarious. Because <laughs> I have actually, the end of the joke too. Because now I'm like, I want to know the front of the. I want to know the front of the joke. Yeah. Like, that's a fantastic line to start to start off with. <laughs> Look out, world! There's another Asian on the road. It's like, way to go, Leon. <laughs> oh shit, man! That's looking great. <laughs> no, he that never was, told you the front of the joke, though. He never told me the front of the joke. He, just, I, he got his he got his license, I think, a month before we got. Okay. So he was like, he was 16, so he was a minor. Yeah. So he was just like, all right, what the hell? I got nothing to do. It's yeah. summer. You know, picked him up, drove him down. It's like, okay, what do you want to do? Did the thing. It's like, okay, what next? <laughs> Hang out. Uh, Fuck, okay. <laughs> Welcome to show business, kid. 
<laughs> sit down, relax, just enjoy yourself, eat some crafts. Yeah, eat some crafts, man. Go, go hang out with the makeup artist. She's yeah. cute. There you go. And then uh, after uh, a tribute to Fluffy, uh, I think we had uh, stripped. Stripped. Okay, talk uh, about a little about stripped because I know that you're a big part of that integral part. I would say. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a very, very integral part. <laughs> I think this the second most important part of that show. Uh, definitely one of them. Yeah. Definitely one. Of, I, I was definitely a co-lead. I was... Well, yeah, because you're a co-lead. You're the second most part in part of the co-lead. show. Co-lead. I was a director. I was a writer, a producer. So I, I was doing a bunch of stuff behind this with that. And it's basically uh, about uh, a straight woman and this gay and this gay man who've been kids since childhood and they reconnect as adults. Yeah. And they live out here in Vegas and... They kind of slowly start getting feelings for each other, and the whole question is, how fluid is your, is someone's sexuality? Can yeah. a gay man fall in love with a straight woman? Well, then wouldn't he be? Well, now this holds into a whole another question. Yeah, is, it, is he bisexual then? That's what the whole journey of I think most of the show would be like. Does, yeah, does he's he was very adamant, or Darlene was very adamant that he was gay. Yeah, he's, he's he, like Milo, my character has has always known that he was gay. Mm-hmm. Now he starts questioning that because he starts getting feelings for yeah. Laney all of a sudden and it just doesn't... It's a whole mental... Yeah, interesting. It's kind of gut-wrenching in a sense. It goes... It was supposed to be kind of a dark comedy. It almost goes to full-on drama yeah. at some points because it gets pretty, pretty dark. We go into you know a, a, a different addictions that we both have. Yeah. Um, it, it got that dark. Whole yeah. yeah. Oh wow, interesting. And then, and you said you and you, I know. Did you say you directed the episode where they met? I did. I directed. Yes. I directed the episode with the kids, yeah. which was uh, difficult to say the least because I first time director yeah. ever. So what was the difficulties about it? And then I know. I'm, I'm guessing kids were the difficult part. Um, th- with that many kids, it was difficult because yeah. we were shooting on a playground, mm-hmm. and you know, they see a playground, they just want to play. Yeah, they don't really want to. Who wants to work? Work. Because it was it was it wasn't like a closed yeah. set. It was if I like, see a playground, I still want to play. Yeah, exactly. Who was who doesn't want to go on the swings? Yeah. So they just go out and play. And like, okay, uh, camera, just take as many shots. Yeah. Just get B roll right now. Yeah. yeah. Like like you guys just start playing around. I start mm. pushing each other. I don't care. Like start a fight. I don't. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Do kid things. Yeah. It's like your your parents are there. Just do whatever they wouldn't beat you for. <laughs> Don't don't jump there. Don't no. <laughs> so if you jump off and you get hurt, you can't sue us. You you're agreeing to this? Okay, mom, you heard that. Cool. And if for the most part it was really really easy to direct the actual actors, the actual background people. I don't think they were fully aware of what being on a set entailed. Because mm-hmm. I think they were a lot. They were a lot, it was a lot of a lot of first timers yeah. or a lot of people who were just kids of parents who were the actors and mm. they didn't know what they did so they just wanted to sh- see what yeah. you know mom or dad did so uh, we had a classroom set uh, and classroom scene it was like basically an art class yeah. was that hard to get a art class uh, room I mean um, I feel like it's hard to Coordinate well, with schools. Luckily, luckily, we didn't actually shoot in this we shot at uh, a library they had like a, a like a closed off room that we could use mm-hmm. um, basically like a little a private study gotcha. room and we just kind of closed it off, put, mm-hmm. decorated as best we could with what low budget and what materials yeah. they had there. Um, just made, brought in the, uh, the actress who played the art teacher. I can't remember her name off the top of my head right mm-hmm. now. Um, with something. But anyway, uh, she's like, I, uh, we want, what, what subject are we teaching? 
art. Easy. <laughs> Since we got colored pencils, we got crayons. So just make them draw yeah. random crap. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And a lot of the act, a lot of the kids were like, uh, "What? What do we do? Because I don't know. What? What? What are we doing?" So yeah. Like, okay. Just remember, this kid's the bully. Yeah. He is one of the main people. So you guys are just, you guys are around. You're 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 his pals. You're yeah. kind of you're joking around. You're throwing stuff out. You're trying to mess him up. You're trying to you're move, moving the paper. Trying to play around. And they don't really understand everything I'm yeah. saying. They're they're they were either like very well behaved in school or they were nervous because their parents were in the room watching yeah. them. Um, which was kind of which I would imagine is nerve wracking oh, as, yeah, as, as a kid. Yeah. And. Some some of the kids just had attitudes they didn't want to be there. They just kind of got dragged by their parents, and I felt bad. I'm like, "Doris, you'll be over there. Just, just when I say action, yeah, don't talk. <laughs> That's the only thing you have to say. Yeah, I'll give you a Jolly Rancher when this is done. Wow, what a briber! <laughs> didn't give him a Jolly Rancher at all. You lying sack of. Welcome to Hollywood, kid. <laughs> if you don't get it in writing, it doesn't exist. If you don't get it in writing, wow! I don't go off by handshakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, it, it, it was it was fun. It, I just I wish I had put in a little more work. It was the first time I directed anything, so I didn't really know what to expect. Yeah. Um, Were you reading like a lot of director books leading up to that? Like, no, I wasn't. I was, no? I was kind of shooting from the hip. Okay. Basically, the camera guy had an idea of what coverage he thought would look good mm-hmm. in the editing booth. I had an idea of what I wanted to do with the yeah. actors themselves. So I just told him, just do it. I, I trust you with the B-roll. You're yeah. your second unit director right now. Yeah. You, you just do everything like that. And then when we have to do actual the actual scenes, just try to stick right by me, mm-hmm. and we'll see if we can make it work. Um, he disagreed with me on a few things as he thought we were breaking the 180 rule yeah. or a couple other rules, the unspoken laws of uh, cin- make, cinematography yeah. and all that. And... Um, but it it was a really interesting experience because I didn't know what to expect mm. and I learned what not to do very very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> and what was that? Um, just have ha- do the homework ahead of time. <laughs> it's like I, cause I, di- I didn't. I remember I wrote the script. Yeah, but I didn't remember breaking down the script like what, like where we're doing this in the <laughs> timeline of the show. So I know this is a flashback, so it's way before everything else. I can do whatever I want, right? It's like, no, you have to say these certain things because it's in the script and it's important for yeah. later episodes. Like, shit. Continuity, man. Yeah, exactly. Continuity. Exactly. Yeah, we, it was literally just me and the camera guy yeah. and Darlene. Yeah. That was that was our crew. We didn't have an actual sound. We just mm-hmm. had the sound from the camera. Yeah, boy, that's... Oof. Yeah. Rough times. It was it. It's a super low budget show. Yeah, no, understandable. So, I honestly, I, th- I don't remember where the, where the show is being streamed right now. Mm-hmm. I know it's on some sort of indie streaming service yeah um i think if if you find darlene domaceta on facebook she's I'm probably with her. she's probably posting a bunch of stuff about it yeah i have to I actually want i would like to reach out to, I, have to, I would not would like to i need to reach out to her actually i'd like to get her on the podcast yeah she she she's she's not she's not a bad person she's yeah. uh she's she's kind of quirky she's yeah. very passionate about this 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 was this is her baby yeah, she's yeah, very very passionate about getting yeah. this up off the ground because she, she ideally wanted it to be Kind of like um, uh, Broad City, where that kind of started as a web series, oh, yeah. and then it became a big a big show for Comedy yes, Central. Yes, queen, yes, queen. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love that fucking. Um, and then I think that's basically how uh, Always Sunny kind of almost started. I was almost not necessarily a web show, but they had yeah. like a little crappy little pilot, and then they just yeah. reshot it once they got it. Pitched. Yeah, they just no, they kept the pilot. They just got like the fucking uh, experience, like the 
uh, budget for it than they actually shot like good looking shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> made it look good. Especially if you watch like the first season to the second season, like it's like kind of low the, end. The, the quality goes up the, dramatically. Yeah. Well, it's also yeah, the first season of The Office is like that too. The first. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah, like, they didn't. The they, first season they did in a legitimate office building. It wasn't yeah. on a set. And they didn't know that like every week they didn't know if they were gonna get uh, fired or uh, fired. Because like the I've been listening to the Office Ladies podcast, which mm. is really good by the way. Because Jan Fisher and Angela Angela. Kinsley or something? Kinsley, Kinsley. Kinsley. And they go through all the episodes. And I'm, I'm far behind, but I have to, I'm catching up right now. But it's really good. It's really fascinating about like some of the fun facts they have. Because what made me uh, listen to it was uh, I was watching an episode, and it was in the first season. Fucking, you see the outside of the building is completely different mm-hmm. than what the, you know. The, the rest right, of the show is. Yeah, the rest like... of the show is. So it's like, wait, what? <laughs> what changed? They moved? Yeah, apparently there's a lot of big changes from season one to season two that you didn't know about. Oh, yeah. Because it was, they were worked because it was it was almost canceled after season one. If it wasn't for Forty Year Old Virgin and Steve Carell suddenly yeah. becoming a big like comedy oh, star, yeah. it, it, the Office would not be around. And oh, it, no. none none of those little like mockumentary shows would probably be oh, yeah, around. Definitely, right now. and I mean Parks and Rec is like the piggyback of that. Even though it's it's in the Greg Daniels universe, as I like to say. But Parks still. and Rec, uh, I think Modern Family. Modern Family did. I, I never got into Modern Family though. Modern Family is a good show. It's. It was actually really fun because I got to audition for it a couple times. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, cast director's very. He was the guy. His cast director for. Uh, he was the cast for Cheers and a bunch of. Oh, yeah, well, a bunch that, of classic it's, shows too. It's part of that family. Did you know that the the Modern Family, like mm-hmm. the people that are behind Modern Family, if I'm mistaken, it's Christopher Lloyd and his name ironically, and he's actually married to Arlene Sorkin, who does oh, the wow. voice of Harley Quinn. If I'm not, if I'm if if my memory serves me correctly, because I've listened to a Frasier podcast, mm-hmm. and Christopher Lloyd worked on Frasier, and the guys who worked on Frasier worked on Cheers. Oh shit! So I think I think also Christopher Lloyd might have worked on Cheers too. So it's and this man's got making dough. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, classic sitcoms just yeah. running forever. Oh my god, yeah, fucking Cheers! Goddamn, I watched all the, the whole thing. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's a great show. It's a great show. And then did you did you ever know about this though? Uh, I heard there's a thing if if like James Burroughs, right? He directed the first episode of Cheers, the pilot. If you direct the pilot, apparently you make the money. You make money for every episode after that. I did not realize that. That is awesome. Uh, Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs, which is the Frasier podcast I used to listen to mm-hmm. with Kevin Smith, actually. Uh, they they mentioned that about like the pilots and like how that works. Oh, wow. Yeah. Shit. So, I got to start building my director reel now. Yeah. So <laughs> if, if, your shit, if your shit's on uh, you know, a pilot... You have the chance of like, and it sticks. You have the chance of making money after every fucking show, making money from every that is, that is after awesome. show. Because so, the director of uh, Butter's Final Meal directed a couple pilots, and I think he directed Grimm. Oh really? A, I don't. I remember if he directed the pilot. But he directed several episodes of Grimm. Uh, he did the uh, Criminal Minds spinoff with uh, Forrest Whitaker. Okay. And them, but I don't remember how many episodes he's done. He's done a lot of TV and yeah. a lot of Lifetime. Uh, movies, yeah. so he's done a lot of stuff. It's kind of like I didn't realize that you can make you, you can make money just pilots. Yeah, that that means shit. Look at like, James Burroughs worth a half a million billion dollars, I think, something like that. Elliot, I mean, he did, he did Friends, he, he did, did Cheers. Few, yeah, he did. He did a few. He did a few episodes of Friends. I think he did like I, th- he, I thought he was the main producer. Um, he was at least exe- maybe, maybe was executive. But I, I think he. I don't think he did the pilot. I know he did the pilot of Cheers, and he did the pilot of Frasier, if I'm not mistaken. That's enough. But, man. like, yeah, seriously, like, you know, I think... Two, I, two I, of the best sitcoms of all time. I, it's, they, I, I did Mike and Mindy, too. He did a few episodes of Mike and Mindy. Mike and... Min, Mike and... Mike and Molly, sorry. Mike and, it's so, Mork, Mork and Mindy, but... Mork Mike, and Mindy, Mike, yeah. I was getting my M's confused, yeah, sorry. 
It's either way. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I fucking like respect the shit out of James Burroughs. Oh, yeah. That, that, that's <laughs> awesome. Dick Wolf making the bank. Oh yeah, always. Always. <laughs> Dick Wolf. Just how many fucking Law and Order spinoffs yeah. have there been? There's Law and Order, Law and Order SVU, but it's only now just SVU's left. SVU's because SVU's the be- was the best written one. Uh, you know what? I like some Criminal Intent ones though. Oh, Criminal Intent was my favorite because I love Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, and then he left, and then Jeff Goldblum came in, which was a good season too. It was a good season, but I just, I just wasn't that much of a, of a Goldblum fan oh, really? for that show. I was like. I, I can only picture him as Dr. Malcolm, and yeah. I'm like, this makes no sense. <laughs> I'm picturing, I'm just waiting for a dinosaur to run through New York City right now. <laughs> and I felt bad, and I felt bad because I'm a fan of, C, of uh, Criminal Intent a lot more yeah. than uh, the others, but it was still a really, really fun show just, yeah. to, just to watch. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of, because I've, I've worked with people who've worked on stuff like behind the scenes. Because mm-hmm. um, I take an acting class with um, this guy Greg, and he's done literally every cop show yeah. out there and out out there in New York. He's yeah. play, he's playing a cop in background or just everything else. There's this uh, female from high school I went to school with. Her name is Dana Taisley. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Dana if you're listening to this. Um, from what I remember. From what I saw, I haven't talked to her in a while because since COVID, because I was trying to get her on the show and I just felt, you know, busy with all the shit. But she actually worked as a PA on uh, SVU. Oh no, kid. Yeah, if I'm mistaken. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, because that 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 show is like, okay, we're outside, so you get this shit done in two hours, or you're just done. Yeah, basically, they they don't have time to keep this permit. These these streets closed. New yeah, York no. is very adamant. Like, no, keep these fucking. Yeah, they're they're strict on their time. It's like they shit. they didn't like I Am Legend being filmed in New York. Oh really. <laughs> Like oh. Will Smith publicly apologized like five different times the entire time they were shooting. Did you see the Will the the Fresh Prince uh, reunion yet? I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but okay. I've seen the trailer for it. I've seen um, good. I've, I saw a clip of him and the original Aunt Viv yeah. kind of reconciling. I yeah. thought that was really cool. That is cool. Yeah, it's good. it's actually uh, it's really good. I saw. I I don't think I finished it. Yet. I, I didn't finish it yet. But I've seen a good probably. I'd say either half or three fourths of the show because like mm-hmm. it didn't show how much time was left on HBO Max when I started watching it. Right. But I highly recommend it. So yeah, I'm watch I'm, it. I'm holding off and get my HBO Max account till they get the Zack Snyder's Justice League. Up oh there. yes, yeah, well Wonder Woman's coming out for HBO Max. I heard that. I I, I saw that. And I went like, I want to see it, but I'm also I got I, I gotta support local theaters too. True. So yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I feel you. I don't know if I'm going to go see it that day it comes out because mm-hmm. it's Christmas and I work yeah, Christmas. <laughs> oh, I mean, also, too, I think I heard the rumor it's $20 added to your account to rent Wonder Woman. They're kind of doing that Disney Plus model. Oh, but I'm not God. I'm not too sure if that's official because I think that was on a Reddit. That was on a Reddit board I saw. Um, I mean, I, I don't I, I can see why they would do it yeah. just because it's brand new release. It's yeah, something yeah. They got to make as much money as possible. They've pushed it back like five times. It was well, supposed to come out. 2019. No, it was supposed to come out in June of last year, 2020, wasn't it? It was June or July. It wasn't 2019. No, it was supposed to. It was supposed. It was. It was supposed oh, to come out right. like, in, like November 2019. You're right. Yeah, they pushed it back to a year. Yeah, they pushed it back to six like, months because the director wanted to finish. Wanted to tweak some sort of yeah. like post production, probably some CGI effects yeah, yeah. or some new, uh, probably some other pickup shots mm-hmm. or whatever, and then. COVID happened, so they just kept pushing it back yeah. and pushing it back, pushing it back, and now it's okay. Well, it's going to theaters or HBO Max. Yeah. So I mean, it totally makes sense why they're doing the whole Disney Plus model. Yeah. Um, you know, charts twenty bucks to get but, it, but it's but also it's fifteen bucks a month for HBO Max. So like, yeah, it's I think like you don't need to put the twenty dollars for the 
that, movie though. That's how I felt about the whole Mulan thing with but, Disney Plus but too. I get that for Disney Plus because it's seven ninety nine. Like if it was if it was fourteen dollars though a month for Disney Plus, I think I wouldn't be okay with it. That I mean that makes sense, but my whole thing is Disney kind of screwed up when they said it's like you have access on this date to yeah. this date for you know it's premium, so this is why you you pay for you're paying yeah. for the monthly fee and you're also paying for this. It's basically pay per view. Yeah, yeah. And the, but they also put down the the release date for the for everyone else. So yeah. Like, if you're patient like me. Yeah. You can wait the three months. That's very to <laughs> Watch it for and, and the free. And this, it was like what November it came out. Yeah. No. This, no. It came out like late September, and now I think now it's on there for free. Okay, because I thought originally I read it, it was supposed to be December, and I just saw mm-hmm. Mulan on DVD at Target recently. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, like. So you couldn't have done that in the first place. You <laughs> couldn't do this, yeah, the same time. So, ah, uh, man. But also Disney Plus is like fucking. I heard uh, going over their subscription model, like how much, like it's doing oh, a lot better than what it was. It's doing a lot because I think I think COVID kind of helped with that because a lot of oh, yeah. people are spending time with their kids and they want. Oh, but we need. I gotta work. Yeah. I gotta put something on because they can't leave the house right now. The only thing I wish they had more to Disney Plus. I've been on hot in a, probably about a good two months or three months. Oh, dude, you're missing out on Mandalorian season two. I know. I I'm, I'm very far behind. Oh my god, um, such a but, good show. You know, show me more old cartoons because I feel like they don't have enough of that on there. Oh, I agree. They need to put more of those. Like they they got the classic Steamboat Willie yeah. and you know Mickey's rival out there. But they got they, the they one need... with Mickey and the uh, and my one of my favorite is when Mickey. Donald and Goofy are going on a trip and they're making like their breakfast in that uh, trailer mm-hmm. and like no one's driving but the car's just going up the mountains or whatever it is. It's, it's class. And you just see them eating corn like it's like a typewriter. Yeah, the classic Disney guy. little cartoon eating type thing. No, but they need to put some of the the Oswald the Rabbit up there too. Even like like more like the like the famous Christmas and Snow like cartoons with like Donald and Huey. Like You remember the Donald with Huey, Louie, and Dewey? And they make the battleship, and like the they're having a snowball fight, or like there's one with Chip and Dale and Donald, I think it is, and like they're Chip and Dale just going to war with Donald. Yeah, over Donald's, like toys Donald's and hilarious stuff. to yeah. be, just be at odds uh, with. So many good like classic TV shows, even oh. even like uh, the Mickey Mouse Club, which I never really watched as a kid, mm-hmm. but like they only have one season, and I'm like, give me more. Yeah, th- there's a lot of things they could they could they really need to add to, but I like that they're adding stuff almost daily oh, to really? the service. Okay. So they're adding to the, so there's like uh national Ge- their national geographic stuff gets sent on one day yeah stuff that's just like promoting the parks or like mm. behind the scenes oh, stuff oh I need to watch it's that all, shit like because they had they had the, this, this whole documentary about imagineering yeah I watched it's, that I watched it religiously amazing I documentary I love that fucking documentary if it, I, I know it came out last year but the fact that I don't think it won any awards that when it documentary did, was that, so it's such a good documentary yeah, it series is. oh my it's, god if you haven't seen it, it's it's worth it. It just is because you you see the science behind every classic ride and the methodology and why they chose that ride specifically. Did I see that when did when did Disney Plus come out last? Like, I, I, almost a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost, so to, today's uh, November twenty first. I think it came out last week. So yeah, I saw that. I watched Imagineering after we went to Disney World uh, the year prior. Mm-hmm. So it was. It was, wow, it was so fresh in my head to watch all that stuff and really have a more appreciation mm. for it after going to the park. 
No, and I, I love watching because I, I think the last one they start showing like the future like, with their plans and they bring out the Marvel stuff and you yeah. see the dummy with they they're very clearly going to be Spider Man. They yeah, it's, they, just, it's just not painted as Spider Man. They, like, they uh, it looks op- so cool. They, they opened up the in Epcot, I believe they opened up the the coaster for Guardians of the Galaxy. That's awesome. Yeah, oh, I, I I think or they're like working on it still. Right, because my my honeymoon is supposed to be. In 2022, because we don't want to travel yeah, yeah. too much ne- uh, in 2021 because with, with COVID yeah, yeah, right yeah. now, even though we were supposed to for because yeah. we were going to go uh, Disney World, so we're like okay, well, Dude. let's just save up, do a do yeah. a better hotel, do a longer stay, yeah. see what we can do. I, I'll, g- I'll give you some recommendations right now if you want Swan and Dolphin Hotel. Swan and Dolphin, all right. That's really it's close to the park. Mm-hmm. It's you, there's a ferry to uh, Epcot and there's a ferry to. Um, MGM. Oh, there's shuttle buses too, so it'll get you anywhere in the yeah. park. Also, try to go if you can in September because it's when Epcot's Food and Wine Festival is, and that shit is the best. I shit you not, dude. Like that is the coolest thing ever. I will definitely add that to my to do list. I think we're trying to do it in March. This okay, way, this way because we don't want to do it like during like hurricane season. Yeah, yeah. September's kind of like during hurricane okay. season. Or whatever, Mike. But it makes sense. We might we might end up pushing it to September. If, if you just do, to... try to go to the Ep- it, it, during the Epcot Food and Wine tour because I shit you not, dude. We walked around Epcot. We didn't really eat. We ate just these little pickings, mm-hmm. like five dollars, four dollars, six dollars, seven dollars, whatever it was. But right, like it's from. It, oh. They're all amazing food. Oh, like, I've, oh my I've god. only heard good things about that festival. Oh god, I miss it. Like we talk about it every day. Almost me and uh, Ashley, my girlfriend, and then um yeah, and also when that when that happens, then. The Ratatouille ride should be around. Mm-hmm. So there's Ratatouille ride coming out in France and Epcot. There's they should well I don't know because COVID kind of pushed back a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So technically they were supposed to redo Epcot. Mm-hmm. So you could have been on the ground if you're lucky. If they if everything happens smoothly in 2021, you might be in there for the ground level new Epcot brand new whole. Oh, I certainly which, hope so because I I've, I went to Disney World when I was ten. Mm-hmm. So everything has changed oh, dramatically yeah. Oh, yeah, since definitely. then. And try to go if you're gonna try. I don't know if you are gonna do this, but Universal. That was that was definitely on our to do list okay. at some point. I don't know how many days we're gonna do in Orlando. Yeah, I think we're just gonna try to do just Disney World okay. and try to go out there eventually because we're huge Disney fans. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, our goal is to go to every single Disney park. Oh, around the world. You know, after the podcast, I show you a book I got uh, from okay. Disney World. It's it's all the parks. Oh, awesome. It's a map thing. I'll show you after the podcast. You'll love it. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So, going back to... <laughs> back to chasing back the frame. frame. Not to Tangent City. <laughs> that should be my new podcast, Tangent City. At this point, just every time you have me on, we always go on some it, random tangents it's, it's for every half show, I have, a, I have a random tangent about everything on the show. Um, but what were, what were we talking about? We were talking uh, we about... We were talking about Stripped. Stripped. Oh, uh, yes. Stripped. You did, then you did the auction also, the, right? The, uh, the auction was a little... Is a... Side? Is a kind of sort of prequel to yeah. Stripped. Um, it follows a bunch of different characters, including my character Milo, as they go into the Riviera before yeah. it is imploded, because it's now been imploded, mm-hmm. um, as they auction off all the yeah. interior, so all the beds, the arts, the vases. You want, you want a deck of cards, we have 12,000 decks, pick one, yeah. take it, whatever. Yeah. You want some You want some chips that are going to be worthless, but might be collectible to certain people, you can try um, and it was basically because I had to write that movie, so and I don't know why they chose me to write it because <laughs> I'm I'm not because their plan was to make it. It's a horror movie. Yeah, and I don't you're, do horror. You're not a horror person. I'm not a. I, I get cast in horror movies yeah. all the time. Do you find that? Do you do you go what what? <laughs> Did I? I was like I. 
because now that I know how they're made, like, they're just, yeah. they, like I, I, I get, I get jump scared very yeah. easily. Okay. Even if it's something like, even if it's like Shrek or whatever, yeah. whatever little mini jump scare yeah. you might have, <laughs> I get, I still drop. My wife makes fun of me yeah. constantly for it. It's okay. I do the same thing. But it's, I'm like, I'm into the movie. Shut up. Yeah. Um. But now that I've, I've been a part of horror movies, I'm like, oh, that's how this is how they do it. Yeah. Like, sometimes it still scares me. Sometimes it's like, oh, no, that's how they did it. Yeah. Um. I don't know why, but like I said, I have no idea why they chose me to, to, uh, to write, write to write the script for the horror movie. Did you like, direct it too? I directed certain scenes. Okay. I directed uh, what was what was supposed to be the finale scene on. It was the absolute worst day to shoot. What day was that? Uh, it was October fourth, my twenty first birthday. Oh yes. <laughs> so I was I was a little tipsy. A little. Be honest. Uh, when, when, when I when I when I Ubered to set, <laughs> I drank while I was on set. Oh, I drank while I was performing my scenes. I drank while I was directing other people, and none of the actors we had because it was supposed to be the big finale scene yeah. where everyone finds out that it was um, this big kind of practical joke show. Yeah, it was like none of these none of these ghost things were real. Just a bunch of actors trying yeah. to scare the shit out of you. And then, you know, if you if you survive the longest in the hotel, you yeah. you win the cash prize. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah, that's how I wrote it. And it's funny that's a, it's a prequel to Stripped. It was a prequel to Stripped, and the the running joke and the the my joke was just to, just to kill my character off. Yeah. It's like it's a prequel to Stripped. You can't kill your character off. I don't care. Fuck it. I, it's a TV show it's though. A, it's a it's a movie. It's a TV show. People doesn't. It doesn't matter. And well, it's a prank show, so you should be fine. You shouldn't be dead though. Dead. No, because I get because my character gets so freaked out. I run into the freezer. Yeah. In the kitchen because I get chased by this really really scary guy with like a bane mask. Yeah. He's, he, like he's got white contacts in, so mm-hmm. he looks just absolutely terrifying. Yeah, yeah. So I I run into this freezer. I lock it and I get locked in. So oh, I got my. Uh, Jack Nicholson in The Shining moment, just yeah. kind of like stare out in the cold. Like, yeah. <laughs> no no TV, no beer, make home or something, something. <laughs> um, yeah, that was how I, that's how, I, that's how we end. That was the final shot of the movie. Like, where the hell is the, that, that guy, uh, Milo? Yeah. Cut to me in the freezer going. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, and then so technically strips all in Milo's head about why he's dying. In, Potentially, in, I, don't, in, uh, I don't. It's something you could definitely ask Darlene once like, you have I, her. I'm gonna have to ask her that then. So after uh, stripped and uh, and just blank audition. Oh wait, the auction. The auction. auction. <laughs> Why well, I think think of horror films now. Uh, after auction, the auction. What'd you do? Uh, I, I did the movie that was I think at the point called Drug Z, and now it's called Flocka. Oh yes, yes, yes. And basically, it's Flocka, a, Flocka. Yeah, <laughs> it's a zombie movie based on. The whole concept of flock or bath salts. Yeah, that was a crazy. You you saw those videos, right? It was insane. It, the, yeah. Those are legitimate horror films. Like, oh that, my god, yeah. I'm the I'm surprised that Hollywood didn't actually jump on it and just make that just a full on movie. Just, yeah, it's very. Right? It's very easy just to jump on it. That's like a true story. Like, like it's so true. <coughs> it's so true about like what that shit can do. Absolutely. And I, I've actually dealt with people on my yeah. job who were like on that stage. Really, you, you look. Is that you look like a walker from The Walking Dead? Holy honestly, shit. like your eyes are more than bloodshot. They are like they're go- they're almost gone. Oh my god! Like you're you're out of your mind with it. 
Holy shit. And it's it, it it's really scary when you're dealing with somebody on that. So I can't imagine actually getting attacked by someone who's on that. Oh yeah. It's but anyway, the movie was about just these this group of kids, these stoners just trying to find this box, mm-hmm. like break into a break, break into a garage that somebody's moving out and yeah. just take a box off their truck and it's like, Oh, hey, they have bath salts. Time for party. <laughs> and then they have a whole Halloween party and People indulge in, yeah. you know, what they do at parties. And, of course, someone gets into the bath salts. Mm. And then chaos ensues. Yes. And I was the token fat guy. I didn't really know what to do. Because I, I, I didn't really read the script very well. It was very much improvised everything <laughs> I wanted to do. Yeah. It's like, you're the comedic relief. Like, cool, so I can say whatever I want. As long as it fits with, the, with your character, I'm cool with it. Fantastic. Thanks, John. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a common name, um, but yeah, no, I was just, just I would just like say something stupid, yeah. say something trying to make this guy laugh. He's he's the leader of your group. Okay, that's easy. So I just made him just try to like, try to insult me as, yeah. as best he could. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, I got dropped in my head as a kid. <laughs> How many times? I don't remember. And he was just, he would just die yeah, laughing, yeah. just me just doing random stupid shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I think during the party scene, the director was kind of really, really pissed off at us because we were, we were just hanging out. It was yeah. all a bunch of all a bunch of actors. We all know each other. We've met. We've done yeah. gigs together. We've got, been to auditions together. So mm-hmm. we kind of know each other, uh, off and on, a little bit, little by little. And yeah. we kind of, ne- we it's our chance to network because you're, you're we're not on camera right now. You're focusing yeah. on that one shot of the person. Doing bath salts. Yeah. Who cares what we're doing? Yeah, you're not, you're not rolling sound right now. Yeah. So, but he was he was you know yelling at us the almost the entire shoot for the big party scene because I think he knew how insane it was supposed to get. He was like he kind of stressing out a little bit. It's like it's gonna get a little crazy because mm-hmm. uh, my character ends up getting attacked by um, this girl in a bikini, just full on, just fucking tackles me outside. Yeah. Rips my costume off. So I'm, I was actually naked <laughs> under my costume. And we're shooting this in January. Ugh. Over over on, like, just off of Blue, just off of Blue Diamond. Ugh. So it was out in the middle of nowhere, so it's extra cold. Oh, boy. And I think it was a little windy, too. So I was like, oh, God, please don't judge me, and please blur out whatever yeah. you see. <laughs> please do me a favor. I was, in, I was in the pool. <laughs> it's called shrinkage, okay? <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, it, it was, it was interesting just cause that was the first like ultra low budget horror film I did. Yeah. And it was, cause I was, I was, we were doing it with a lot of horror fanatics. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, John Ward does a lot of, yeah, he was on the podcast actually yeah. just like what two, uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. He was helping out with that shoot yeah. uh, quite a bit. He, he was friends with the director. He's done. Just a lot of amazing work on his own. Yeah, but he because he was like oh, we're making references to this, this, yeah, this. Yeah. We're making references to all the all Romero's classic, you know, mm. you know up the dead movies. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, so that's what we're doing. That's yeah, why yeah. this is why this why this why this line is important this in the script. Cool. I'll make sure I say that instead of just saying whatever the fuck I want to say. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a really it was a really fun shoot. I just yeah. wish I wasn't tackled into rocks and naked. And there's no like padding right there was no padding whatsoever and we did we did maybe three takes luckily she just kind of ran like it was like she ran maybe five feet away yeah and yeah, jumped on tackle yeah 
I was just I was like, okay, just jump and I was just gonna fall backwards. Yeah, yeah. Just hope that my, my ass doesn't welt up and bruise too much yeah. for different takes. And yeah, I mean it was a, it was fun, it hurt. <laughs> it hurt a lot. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> my body hurts for you actually. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh so after drugsy, what did you do? Um, I think the next project I I'm going. I'm going off a of memory. I don't have a list. Yeah, yeah, I have the list. I had the list, but I was like, I think I wrote it out of order too. So I was like, oh shit. No, doesn't Wait, matter. Wait, hold on. Actually, uh, never and again. Actually. Never and again. I did that. Actually, I did that actually after after we did butter after butter's final meal. Oh yeah, and there's also um, <laughs> Stoneheart because I crossed out the things. <laughs> yeah, Stone Stoneheart. I did um about six months before I got cast in butter. Yeah. Uh, Stoneheart is a really, really, really well uh, put together show. Yeah, it's um, Eli Eli Roth's mm-hmm. uh, production house, uh, Crypt TV on YouTube. Um, I was I was um, Troy in season two of that show. Yeah, and uh, you were saying that you might get called back for season three. I'm hoping they hoping. bring me back. Yeah, because I was talking to the writer of season two, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, "I have no issue bringing you back because we we because they wrote me like." It's like I die, but I don't actually die. It yeah. just depends on how they edit it together. And I've seen the final. It's like I come back, I wake up. Yeah. So it could be I could, I could come back as another villain. I can come back as a side character. Yeah. I can come back as just a little cameo. So it leaves the door open for that's good my character to return at some point mm-hmm. if they decide to um, bring back the show. Yeah. Um, I think they they are, but I don't remember um, if they're bring. I don't remember how they're doing it. I don't yeah. know if it's just gonna be a straight up reboot. Or if it's just going to be a continuation of, I think the they did a movie first and then it became a show. Okay, that's cool. Um, but it's very it's about this uh, this girl who gets gets possessed by this spirit or demon mm-hmm. who's just a revenge seeking monster. Yeah. So anytime somebody gets bullied, she's like, okay, they need help, so we're gonna go kill their bullies in the most brutal way we can imagine. That's a pretty cool idea, though. It's it, it was really fun because I got to meet I got to meet up with uh, Jonathan Darby from Our Roach. He was a, okay. he, he was one of the bullies yeah. in this, in, which was hilarious. He's such a he's such a nice guy too. Yeah. <laughs> he's really he's really he's, he's tiny. Yeah. So he's not really that intimidating. The fact that he's bullying somebody yeah, yeah. like my size. Yeah. I'm I'm six two, you know, three hundred plus pounds. So I'm like, I'm I'm the, I'm the kind of mountain of yeah. all of all my friends and all this. Like, you're gonna pick on me. You're yeah. you're gonna bully me as hard and as intense as you want. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> He's the Pedro Pascal yeah. of that, that situation. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, okay, so uh, how's he going to die? He's going to get stabbed in the mouth with a broomstick. Holy shit, what a way to go. And it was hilarious to see because he didn't realize how much fake blood they were going to use. Oh, really? He was like, he was, I think, I don't know if he was legitimately choking, but he was like, he was definitely gagging on the fake blood they had. Oh, God. So he was like, <laughs> and then after Stoneheart, you did you did Butter, right? We did uh, Butter's final meal. Butter's I, final meal. Sorry, I have to correct myself. They, they, just, they just changed the title. Just changed like the title, two right? weeks ago. Yeah. So yes, I remember when you sent it to me, the 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 presser to me, which mm-hmm. I apologize again for not seeing. I guess got oh, fucking good. sidetracked. But shit. Um. It, yeah, because it was Butter, right? And then yes. you sent me the thing. I said Butter's final meal. I'm like, hey, I think you told me you changed it too. So I was like, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like it's still got the name Butter in it, yes. so we're still good. Well, there's like three other movies called Butter on yeah. IMDb, so you're like, okay, well, there's one about Butter Sculptor. There's something with Butter sh- Sculptor. What? Yeah, and Jennifer Garner becomes like a Boulder sculpt- sculpture artist or whatever. What the the I need to watch this movie now. Like, I'm I just not- remember seeing the trailer going, 
Who would make a winning movie called Butter? That's just stupid. I want to see this movie. Which is ironic, because ten years a few years later, I I become the character Butter. Yeah, I know. How'd you get that role of Butter? <laughs> um, I got very very lucky. Honestly, um, my agent just happened to submit me for it. You know what? I forgot to ask you. I think I didn't ask you this on the last time. I'm glad we, we are doing this again. But when did you get an agent? Uh, I got my agent uh, during one of those outside of school acting classes. Oh, okay. The second one I did, uh, Breaking the Hollywood Studios. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, after like, all the classes, you got to be in the showcase where they would bring in uh, local talent agents, mm. um, some elf people from L.A., mm. maybe like one or two from New York. Because yeah. uh, they have schools in Vegas and yeah. New York, so people who can break into Hollywood mm. to meet their agent and kind of have an idea of what to expect yeah. in different showcases. Because they do these showcases all over the all over the place. Is your agent in New York? Uh, sorry, is your agent in L.A. or Vegas here? Uh, well, he's got offices in L.A., Vegas, and New York. Okay. Oh, okay. Because he, he also... Oh, he's breaking Hollywood. Obviously. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, yeah. there's so, more agents and... No. I mean, because he, he, he's fortunate enough to be uh, uh, also a modeling uh, okay. agent, so he deals with a lot of models. So yeah. Like, he's got a modeling department and an acting department, yeah. so he's he's kind of got his hands in multiple uh, baskets right now. Gotcha. And I got very lucky to meet up with Daniel. He... He liked my look, I guess. He's mm. like, I think I can do some. I think I can do some really good work with you. Yeah. As long as you want to put in the work. I'm like, well, cool. I'll drive. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I got nothing else better to do. Yeah. <laughs> so going back to butter. Yes. Butter's final meal. How'd you get that role? Because your agent. My you- agent um, submitted me for it, and I was a horrible um, worker that day because I didn't. Yeah. Um, it was like a five or six page scene mm-hmm. of this really, really kind of dramatic talk about um butter wanting to kill himself yeah and he's talking to um anna and it's kind of it's kind of hinted at that this is his crush yeah but he's not really sure where he stands with her yeah but it didn't really give me much more details all i knew was the character breakdown butter is somebody mm. who's going to kill himself he's a very very obese mm. character and that's about all i yeah. got and i didn't really i didn't do the actual homework of like what I would have been taught in all my classes, like you know, like find the emotional arc, like what's yeah. your motivation, you know, what's your what's your what's what what's the what do you want, why do you want it, yeah. what, what are you gonna do if you don't get it, that sort of thing. I didn't do any of that. Yeah, I just had my wife in the car seat next to me as mm-hmm. I drove the four hours down, just running lines with me. Yeah, and just giving coaching, like no, 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 don't do it, don't do it like that, do it, do it like this. Yeah, have this cadence to it, like. She was like, kind of like, you did your surrogate acting coach? Yes. <laughs> She's like, you know, you're saying it, da, da, da. You say, da, da, da. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Is and your I, wife an actress also? Well, we met we met doing a, a play okay. out, out here for the Fringe Festival. Okay, yeah. Um, But she, she, she did a lot of theater in high school. She's mm-hmm. never really got any parts. And I, she, she'd rather, much rather be an author. Gotcha. So she's working on um, a series of short stories right now and trying to put them together so nice. that we can get that published. Oh, dope. Hopefully next year. Fingers crossed. But fingers crossed. Knock on wood. All that. This is cool. wood. Oh, it is? Cool. Yeah. It's cool. actually wood. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, we met during uh, a play where I was like a horrible, horrible person mm. to her. <laughs> I stab her in the or I, I carve my my first initial in her hand. And wow. I, I torture she she was she played a shepherd and I I cut the horn off one of her goats. What a first impression! <laughs> and that was that was how that was how she introduced me to uh, her dad and her mom. I'm like, oh, this is the guy who hits me. It's like thanks thanks babe. Um, she mentioned she's in a play, right? Because <laughs> that's how that's why it's fake. <laughs> I hate to tell you this, but uh, 
Um, it's fake. Don't uh, worry. That black guy, that was that was an accident. <laughs> that was my mean side. <laughs> you didn't want to see my nice side. Yeah. But no, she because she, she she'd worked with actors um mm-hmm. doing tech, um, doing okay. all the plays when she was in high school. So she was she she knew what she was yeah. doing as as an actor. She was kinda coaching me through like you're you're saying lines like this. Yeah. Do it this cadence instead. You're you're coming off kind of snarky with it. Be, mm. be like, bring that down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It kind of helped build the character out a little bit more. And then I met the casting person, mm-hmm. and she kind of explained the whole background of the characters. Yeah. Because the whole because Butter's talking to his crush, mm-hmm. and he leans in to kiss her, and she pulls away because she has a boyfriend. Yeah. Not realizing because her boyfriend is an internet boyfriend. They don't yeah. they don't know what each other look like. They don't know the sound of each other's voice. They're, yeah. And she doesn't realize that Butter is her online boyfriend. Which I kind of just realized now it's kind of funny because Butter sounds like a outdated, and I'm not trying to be mean, but it sounds mm-hmm. kind of outdated in a sense because like, you know, think about this way, like what, 10 years ago, maybe 20, like 15 years ago, let's say mm-hmm. safely. Cause that's, that brings us back to 2005. AIM is around still. Mm-hmm. And people aren't like, you know, talking to each other through other shit and stuff like that. You kind of hide who your personality is, even right. the MySpace thing. Right. So it kind of feels a little outdated in that regard. It's a little bit, I yeah. guess. You can, you can definitely argue that, but yeah. it's, 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 they, they meet, they meet oh, in a yeah. chat room. That's yeah. basically how it is. And which basically, it's very, very nineties in a sense. Yeah. So it's all, it's almost like a timeless story. As long as, yeah. as long as you have internet, Mm-hmm. At that time period, it works. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. So I mean, you, they could remake it fifty years from now, and yeah. it'd still be. I shouldn't say outdated. I should have said more timeless. <laughs> I apologize. No, no, you're good. You're good. Um, but no, it was because the scene because, and I didn't realize that Butter was her internet boyfriend, yeah. and that changed my perspective on the whole scene entirely. Yeah, I was going, you got an internet boyfriend, so that's why you reject me. Of course, yeah. like, I'm fat. You don't want to kiss me. Yeah, it's like, oh, so he he actually, oh, okay, that. That helps. So it changes your whole outlook on changes this? my because I was going almost I don't want to say negative but almost yeah. a, a little more negative yeah. like almost almost attacking her yeah. in a sense and I just kind of like no 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 if I, if I have a crush on her I shouldn't be attacking her anyway yeah and if I'm her internet boyfriend I clearly already have a rapport she just doesn't realize I have that rapport yeah. with her so that changed everything and then it just happened to yeah flow with the audition and then after the reading she's like okay um. Butter also plays the saxophone. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the note in the email. Like I, I saw, I saw. I don't play the saxophone yeah. though. Okay, well, you know, all the other people in the in the room. Yeah. Some people brought them. Some people didn't. They gave me a soup ladle. <laughs> put on the most complicated Charlie Parker. Yeah. Saxophone solo ish <laughs> song they had. Yeah. It's like okay, so when I, when I hit play, mm-hmm. yeah, about you're gonna hear like two beats. And then the music's gonna start. And those two beats, better be ready to play a saxophone. So I just in a soup ladle. Just yeah. Yeah. To, to the most complicated things, I had to get the breathing right, get yeah. the movement right, and somehow I got lucky enough to get called and go, "Hey, can you do a couple extra scenes? Because mm-hmm. I, I know you live out in Vegas." Yeah. And it's like, um, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, when do you want them by? He gave me the date. It's like, okay, cool. I went over to my acting coach, mm. uh, Paul Campanella, mm. out here in Vegas, and he he and I worked together on the scenes, shot them yeah. in, in an afternoon, sent them off very easily, very quickly, um, which, Paul, if you're listening to this, thank you again, seriously. I, I haven't thanked you enough already, like I do every single day I see you. 
You should be given uh, a fruit basket also. <laughs> Jesus. You'll you'll get you'll get uh, a, another thank you whenever I win another award for the movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, then yeah. then after that, we I didn't hear anything for uh, like a month and a half. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. The initial audition was I think May of 2018, mm-hmm. and then this was like literally two weeks after I finished Stoneheart. So. Mm-hmm. May of 2018, do the official audition. Yeah. Then about a month later, like, hey, you're still in the loop. Could you do two extra scenes for us? Did that. Didn't hear anything. And then end of July, like, hey, director still likes you, so he wants to do a Skype meeting with you and bring you in for a screen test. I go, I, I talk to Paul uh, Paul Kaufman, our yeah. director, and kind of connect and understand. So we, so we kind of understand my background a little bit, where I could connect with Butter See if I actually had a personal connection yeah. with the cause, because he's his because he was launching a new production company, mm-hmm. new production house, basically in this, um, in, with this film is basically the power of us entertainment yeah. was to being a socially relevant film and yeah. socially and continue to make socially relevant films no matter what the topic is. Yeah, yeah. basically that was like try to do more outreach mm-hmm. for these you know causes. See if I had that you know connection. Yeah. I, I assume that's why he did it. And then in the screen test, I met with um, Paul Tan is the casting person again, um, her casting assistant Muffet, and a um, couple. I met um, McKaylee Miller, who ended up playing Anna in the yeah. movie, and she was fantastic. She did the reading with me for the screen test. I met um, Jake Austin Walker. Um, those of you um, might be familiar with him on on uh, CW Star Girl, and he. And he he read for uh, the role of Tucker for my screen test. Yeah. He ended up getting cast as the bully role uh, of Jeremy in the hmm. movie. And he's such a such a sweetheart of a guy. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised he keeps, he keeps getting cast as these <laughs> asshole type characters. Like because he's told his agent, he's told his manager, he told all of us. Like I, unless I get my comeuppance in the movie, I don't play these roles anymore. Wow. I'm I'm tired of being the yeah. dick. I don't I don't want to have that reputation just being the dick yeah, yeah after a while you get typecast in it that's true people believe that you are this person yeah like rick moranis is fantastic in playing really nerdy kind of dorky characters mm-hmm. so and that's fan and it works for him because that's kind of yeah. his type but if you're trying to break out of that and he's doing these other yeah like trying to artsy kind of, kind of brooding type yeah roles, you're not gonna see uh <laughs> rick moranis in twilight you're, like, you're not gonna see rick moranis you know Kicking ass and taking four. Yeah. Although I would pay to see it. Oh my god, I would totally. That's that's actually great. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a, a great revenge after he got attacked in New York. John, John Wick with Rick Moranis. Yes. 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 John John Wick uh, six with Rick Moranis. Yes. Is the, is, is revealed to be the main villain or whatever. Or like I would love to see Rick Moranis in the Q type character, but that's still a nerdy. I can see that. I would love to see that. Yeah. De- I can definitely picture Rick Moranis as Q. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I want to see this. Hollywood, make it happen. Damn it, Eon Productions. You know, you already, you already got to recast Bond. You might as well recast everybody. Yeah, there else, we right? go. <laughs> so, so May, June, July. So that must have been like the three longest months of your life. Three right longest there. months of my life. I'm like, okay, because after I got done, I was like, all right, I feel good, but yeah. I'm probably not gonna hear back anytime soon. That's yeah. how it is. They said they were gonna do a couple of screen tests with other people. Yeah, whatever. And, you know, August goes by, September goes by, I hear nothing. I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I definitely didn't get it. It's mm-hmm. been two months. At this point, they're not interested in me. What's Whatever. I go on my life. I start to diet. I start losing a little bit of weight. Yeah. And then 
mid-October, I think, is when I got the call from my agent yeah. after I got off of my graveyard security job. He went, hey, 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 check your email. I know I know, I know, you just went to bed, but check your email. Yeah. Um, what? what if, it's, yeah. if it's from you, just tell me what the news is. Yeah. Check your email. You're going to want to read every little thing. I don't have too much. I, I don't have enough time to explain everything to you right now. Yeah. Call me back after you read the email. Wait, he doesn't have enough time to explain it, but call me after you read the email. Because I guess he was he was like come he, on man he was he was busy pitching other oh, okay. other people. Okay, all right. He, he's done. He's running his. <laughs> I know his he's other, a busy he's, man. I'm just making. I'm just, he's doing I'm shit for New York, for L.A., and Vegas. He's doing everything out here. He's constantly traveling right now. Um, just being an ass. Yeah. <laughs> Jackass. Um, yep. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I check my email. I'm, yeah. I'm dead tired. It's like, uh, I'm sleeping next to my wife. Like, yeah. like just, uh, what's, what's uh, my fiance at the time? Like, what's the email sex? I'm whatever. Yeah. Uh, babe, read it, read it, read it. Yeah. Congratulations. You're your butter. What? <laughs> I, I snap awake. Yeah. I run out in the living room and I'm, I'm still leaving with my parents at the yeah. time. So I'm I'm in my underwear going I'm butter I'm butter I'm butter. And what time was this when you got home? Like like I I, I get home around seven seven thirty in okay. the morning, and I woke up around eleven eleven thirty or so. So yeah. it's only been four hours. Okay. I, I woke up from basically a dead sleep. Yeah. So I I'm in my underwear. My parents are like, they're just eating lunch in the kitchen table. <laughs> You're just like um, co- cool um. What the hell does that mean? Yeah. Because they, they have no idea what yeah. all, they have, they have some idea what I do for, yeah. they, they don't really understand every little detail I do. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I got the lead role in a movie, I got the lead role in a yeah. movie. Like, okay, um, can you put clothes on so we can <laughs> talk about this? Um, w- w- when do you shoot? Is it out here? Like, I, I, I gotta read the email, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you're celebrating a little early here, dude. <laughs> Yeah, and that that was how like oh great so I lost I think ten to ten to fifteen pounds mm-hmm. um and then like okay just so you're aware butter is four hundred twenty three pounds in the movie wow yeah um we want you to look as close to that as you can we know it's the last minute we're not asking you to gain that much weight but yeah try to a little dangerous too to gain that much weight that quickly too try to fill yourself out a little bit if you yeah. can. Okay, fine. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm young. I'm only 23. What yeah. the hell? I can do it. Um, and now I'm 25 at the time. And I'm still trying to lose some of that weight. Yeah. Because COVID just fucked up all the gym workouts. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> I mean, also too, like you're a tall dude. Like yeah. I'm su- like I'm surprised they didn't say like I feel like you didn't have to be filled out as much because like tall usually tall people and you can kind of get away mm-hmm. with having that weight there too. If because well, I I don't know. And the camera adds 10 pounds. Also, camera does add 10 pounds. Yes. Um, but it also helps me have a fat suit because mm-hmm. they did, they put yeah. me, they put me in a fat suit, which I was geeking out over the person measuring. Cause the guy measuring was, uh, the stay puff marshmallow man from ghostbusters. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> so I got to meet, I, I've, I've met, I've officially met two people from, uh, ghostbusters. Yeah. Well. I'm like, fantastic. I met him. I met, uh, Robin Shelby who, put, uh, who played, uh, Slimer in ghostbusters oh. too. So I'm like, yes, I got, I met two of the best people. Like they're not Ghostbusters, but they're the yeah. ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> the most uh, important I, things from that yes. franchise. The most famous thing. Yeah. The most famous things from the franchise. Yeah. You can't really get better than that, other than no. other other than the Ghostbusters. Um, but no, That's it true. was it was it was really because he was cracking jokes. He, I got a couple of pictures with him. So yeah. like, he was 
because he, he's not used to having like actual fans of being. Yeah. He just. He's just yeah. the guy who, who he's the Michelin man. He's the Stay Puft Marshmallow man. He's done. Is he the Pillsbury Doughboy also? I think so. <laughs> I don't remember what all he's he's done a lot of like but he, yeah. he he makes suits that are highly functional and just yeah. kind of work. Mm-hmm. He just he most I think he does mostly wardrobe now. Yeah. He's not really um, acting right so much as as much as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. But it was really cool meeting him and talking talking talking. Yeah. To, got any stories like no i really don't i don't i was high most of the time honestly like well good for him yeah i mean shit dude i mean i would too you're just stomping over a miniature city i saw the picture like yeah that's exactly what it was nobody steps on a church in my town (laughs) (laughs) oh man such a good movie so you you uh, just and also i know we're a little late Mm -hmm. on this but just to give people a summary of butter let me let me see if i get it good here no worries, no worries. Uh, and you correct me if I'm completely wrong. I, I absolutely will, because I okay. have to. <laughs> so, Butter is an overweight per- teenager. Yes. Right? And he's getting made fun of at school, in a sense. To get the name Butter, he had a stick of butter jammed down his throat, if I'm mistaken. I was basically physically assaulted with yes, Butter. Yes, and I'll ask you that in a second. Um, but he decides that no one cares about him anymore, and he decides to make his last meal on Jan- no, December 31st at 12 o'clock. And he is going to kill himself by eating himself to death. Is yes. that is that, am I good? That is absolutely correct. Thank you. I butter has been bullied and ignored his entire life. He's yeah. figuring, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna end it all. Yeah. Posted online, and all of a sudden that post blows up and he's popular. And now he's like, oh, do I have to? Are they are they my friends because they yeah. don't want me to do it, or are they my friends because they want me to do, do it? it. So yeah. I'm, I I got more of a cheerleaders, or I have people who are actually like. Looking out for me. What is really it? sick bastards if they want you to? And that's that. That was honestly what the movie was about. Yeah. Like, some people. Some. It was. It, it was. It goes into bullying, cyberbullying mm. a lot, but also go. I felt it was more so about mental health yeah. and the impact that bullying can have on yeah, someone's yeah. mental health. Um. And Paul was very much anti-bullying mm-hmm. that that type of stuff. So we both had very different motivations for it. The fact yeah. that you could layer it into one movie. Yeah. Along with all these other little things that it touches on, which mm. we also touch on catfishing because butter, yeah. butter catfishes Anna, which is crazy too. It's like he gets, he, yeah. yeah, it's 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 absolutely insane. Does she ever it, find out? Uh, oh, spo- yes. spoilers. <laughs> yes, but uh, she does find out. Um, which I, I can't really, say, I can't, I can't say anything about the end of the movie. Yeah, let's not say anything about the end of the movie. I, I, I have so many questions. <laughs> all I know, like, like the the movie is based on the book Butter by Aaron Jade Lang. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fantastic book. You will, you will probably tear up if you've ever been bullied in your life yeah. or if you have kids and you're worried about them uh, going through these types of situations. Mm. Um, it's a very, very touching book. I've read it multiple times. Yeah. I actually got two copies of it, one from the author. Oh, that's cool. And I brought my own copy to set and had everybody from the cast sign it. Nice. So I got my little autograph. All right. Every, everybody got the first AD, the camera guy. That's the great. director. Paul is being a child and he signed it on page 69 in the middle of all the text. Upside oh, down. Thank God you have two copies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank God. Yes. I'm very, very happy. I'm very, very happy. and very proud that they, uh, that Paul and Aaron trusted me to play, bring that character to life. Yeah. And then, um, with that movie, which by the way, we will have a description link. Uh, we'll have a link in the description below. So whenever you ha- hopefully have mm-hmm. that episode out, no matter, or when they had that movie out, let, let me know. Doesn't oh, absolutely. Matter when we'll, put, we'll just put it in there. 
So if you're listening to this when this releases and it's not out yet, we will put this in the future, depending on when this is released. Oh, and absolutely. When, when Butter, Butter's Final Meal is um, released. You can also go to uh, the movie's website, buttersfinalmeal.com, yep. and you can kind of find out a lot about um, the movies. They got some yeah. behind-the-scenes pictures. A few, they got the trailer and the yeah. show reel, so you can see a lot, of, uh, yeah. a lot of stuff if you're interested in seeing the movie. Um, but we just can't find the link for the movie. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. We, we will have it, though. Potentially. Um, now, we talked about last time about, I think, the toughest day mm-hmm. and the best day, if I'm mistaken. Yes. Yes. So let's talk about that again. Let's okay. Bring it up. So let's start with the best day, because that's always a positive. Let's start with the positives in life. Um, the best day was probably, um, shoot, I'm trying to remember. I think the best day was probably the uh, New Year's Eve party scenes. Mm-hmm. So we got to go into this massive mansion. Yeah. Because there's a character, uh, Parker, played by the amazing Jack Griffo yeah. uh, from the Thundermans. And he was, he plays these, the ultra rich kid yeah. in, in the in the movie. So he's he's throwing a big like rager for New Year's Eve and, yeah. day, and the last day of uh, school for winter before winter break. And we just got to hang out for three days in this in this mansion. Oh, wow. They had, a, they had a live band playing. They had... All these extras come yeah. in. We had this that little. They had a movie theater that we were just kind of chilling in. Our little green room. They had, oh, that's they awesome. They had a billiard table, so we were just goofing off. Whenever we weren't shooting, so it was yeah. like, it was the best day because. And this was shot in. Uh, sorry to cut you off. This was shot in California, right? It was yes, okay. uh, mostly in Santa Clarita, but we did a couple uh, pickup shots uh, throughout LA. But that was basically where it was shot. But it, yeah. it, just this big mansion, being around all these other artists and actors, kind of goofing off because. Yeah. When you're an actor and you're on set, I, I was always told you don't get paid to act, you get paid to wait. Yeah. You're, you're paid for your time. Yeah. Because sometimes you're on set, the, the average is usually about 12 hours. Mm-hmm. If you're shooting, you might be working maybe a total of eight because yeah. you're waiting for the four hours to like, wait and get all the lighting set up, yeah. the makeup and all that, the f- lunches and all that kit caboodle. Yeah, everything. But sometimes you you're working. I think we had a couple 18-hour days. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, I think we were approaching 21-hour days. Oh, wow. Holy it, shit. It was, it was pretty... Is that legal? I don't know if it was legal. All I know is I, I, got, I, got, I, got, I made good money on those days. Yeah, because that's overtime. That's like time and a half as well. It was, and then I also had... Um, I forget what, I forget what the, the term is called, but basically, you have, like, you have to have, you're supposed to have a 12-hour turnaround. Yeah. And they couldn't do that for me. Double time, I, I think that's called. I, I think, think that's yeah, double time. I think double time, whatever it's called. But basically, if you don't have that 12-hour turnaround, you get a bonus, yeah. either a percentage or a flat rate of mm. whatever um, time is. Yeah. If, I think it changes depending on the amount of uh, what little a few hours you have. So if I if I get, if I get wrap out at 4 a.m. and I got to be back at set on not at 9, yeah. I'm making a big amount of money. Mm-hmm. But if I'm waiting, if I get off at, you know, Four right, four a.m. Yeah. and I don't need to be back on set until four p.m. I don't get. Anything. Yeah, I, I, I can see my normal. We we have that. I think in my job also. I think it's an eight hour turnaround though. That's not bad. Yeah. No, but it. it I mean, that's how a lot. I think that's how Drew Barrymore made her money with uh, Firestarter. Cause oh really? They had so many over, oh, basically over over days. Yeah. That she's like, I don't know what to, like. She worked to the bone, and yeah. uh, Doug, our hair person, actually worked on that movie with her. It's like, mm. whatever, whatever money they're giving you to make up for the short turnaround. Save, buy yourself a car. Yeah, because you will have a car. You will, you will, you won't making. You're not making car payments. You will have a car. Yeah, 
And she still has that car to the day, to yeah. this day, as it, far as uh, he's aware. Also, too, like his, she was a child, and child actors have different rules, if I'm not mistaken. If you're oh, under absolutely. 18, like they have to be only on set for like six hours or something like that. Yeah, you, like, have to, you have to have you gotta have to go to school, even if you're out, yeah. even if you're done with school, you still have to have like a teacher there. Yeah. To, so, so if she's like, if, if that's a different, if that's a different beast, especially for oh, her, absolutely. Like if she has like the six hour days or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it turns into an eight hour day, I wonder if that, if that double time rules completely different and overtime rules completely different. In that regard, I mean, yeah. I know a lot of things have changed yeah. since that since that movie came That's out. That's true. Yeah. So I have no idea what uh, what the Screen Actors Guild has put in place for yeah. all that. Because it used to be a it used to be a flat rate. It might just be a perspe- yeah. percentage now. Um, but it's who knows? It's, yeah. it's a really good. I'll look that up. I'm I'm very curious. It was. I was happy with those days. Yeah, I would be too but, if I were you. But no, doing those doing doing those those three days at the mansion, it was the best. Nice. Because it was just. Hang out with your buddies, and mm-hmm. you had you had a lot of stuff to do. You had the projector in the movie, yeah. just chill out in the reclining seats, uh, go play shoot pool, play on yeah. your phone. You had, you had stuff to do. You wasn't just chilling in your trailer because mm-hmm. the trailer was like three miles away. Oh Jesus, that's, that's not fun. Because <laughs> every, everyone was like, hey, "You're gonna meet this golf course, and then we're gonna bus you up to the set." Yeah. So if you need your phone, don't leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so, what was the worst day? Uh, the worst day, um, I think was the, I had a couple, there were a couple really yeah. bad days. Um, the worst day for me personally was, I think the fifth day that we shot, mm-hmm. there was, there's a scene, um, with Christmas dinner, yeah. um, with, uh, Mira Sorvino, Brian Van Holt and, uh, two other uh, people playing my aunt and uncle. Yeah. And this is Butters, basically, you know, basically, you know, fi- fi- last Christmas, and yeah, yeah. realizing that this is his last Christmas, and this, his mom really wants him to play um, the saxophone um, for them because yeah. she doesn't really get the chance to actually listen to, yeah. and she just kind of eavesdrops a little bit, she just yeah. get a chance to just full on just watch her son, you know, enjoy playing, doing do what doing what he loves, and. That mo- that scene was so difficult for me because I was actually getting legitimately deeply depressed. Yeah. During that scene, because this was we were shooting this between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I was actually away from my family for the yeah. first time, um, for a long for a, so for a long period of time. Yeah. And I was tired. Yeah. So I, all that compacted with the emotionality of the scene, I mm. was like, I I'm, I wasn't even. But at that point, I was just me, and I missed. Yeah. I missed my mom. I wanted. To, I wanted. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to call her. I didn't know. That's tough. What to do? Yeah. And I was. I was having a legit like depressive episode. Mm-hmm. Um, what I call them. And I was. Like, as soon as we got done shooting my coverage, I ran off set. Yeah. I went because we were shooting this little house up in Santa Clarita, mm-hmm. and I just, they had this little um this, this chase lounge out by yeah. the pool. I just laid on the chase lounge and bawled my eyes out. Yeah. It took the PAs like 10 minutes to find me because they didn't think I would wow. go out there. And they're like, hey, are you, are you okay? Like, what yeah. do we need? Like, I'm fine, fine, fine. Are they, are they set up? Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. I'm in there. It's set up. I think they're shooting um, Mira's yeah. coverage for the scene and we're doing everything I can again, giving her all I got. I'm still like super down, yeah. super depressed. It's, it's At that point, it's like terrifying me because I don't yeah. know how, I don't know if this is real. I don't know if yeah. this is just acting. So it's, it was such a weird moment for me. Going, I don't know what, what I don't yeah. know if my body's just reacting to 
the moment yeah. or if I'm legitimately feeling this way. Like that emotional toll must have been so much on you too. And then like, it I was. mean, I, I know after like a good emotional moments for mm-hmm. me, like I've had moments where I just passed the fuck out after that. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think you were saying last time, and um, about how the actors Mira, right, and yeah. uh, I, I, Mira you know, and uh, Brian, Brian, they really helped you out in that moment after, right? Uh, absolutely. As soon as they realized that I was like legitimately crying, because now they, because now that the camera wasn't on me, mm-hmm. I was, I, I didn't care if the makeup yeah. was ruined. I was like, I'm, I'm crying. I'm yeah. legitimately upset. As soon as they finished with Mira's coverage, she and Brian got off the couch. They were, mm-hmm. they were sitting on, going, "Hey, hey, what, what, what the hell's going on? Are, yeah. are you okay? We saw you. We, you can tell you're crying." We're, yeah. We're, what do you need? What can we do? Yeah. So they've been they've been doing this for years, and they knew exactly what uh, to do. And so yeah. Brian's like, "Hey, what, what what you want? Food? What what do you want? Yeah, he yeah. wants to tell everyone just to give you some space. Yeah. We can, we because we we will fight to make sure you have enough time to yeah. gather yourself because this oh, is yeah. not okay. Um. That. No, it's okay. No worries. Um. And then they were just. They were like, if you need, to, you need to call somebody, call somebody, yeah. call, call your girlfriend, call your mom, call your dad, call yeah. your brother. I, I don't, I don't care who you call, call somebody. Yeah. Find a way to get get yourself grounded back in reality. Yeah. You, you gotta find your, get get back to earth, basically. So I go up upstairs in the little green room area that we had, mm-hmm. and I call my wife, and I'm still bawling. Like, talk me off the ledge. Talk me off the ledge. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. And she's like. Hey, you listen to stand-up comedians all the time. Listen to stand-up comedians that always brings you up. That yeah. always that always helps you level out. Do that. Whatever else you got to do. If you if you got to leave the set, leave the set at yeah. this point. Because anyone who's not understanding that for a movie that this this serious mm-hmm. doesn't respect the source material, yeah. and you shouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah. And that was very much um, my attitude towards um, anything else for the rest of the movie. Yeah. If I'm if I'm legitimately feeling this way, I need a mental break. I need to oh, yeah. take the time to actually just get done and over with. Definitely, and so that was that that was the worst day for me personally. But there were a couple other hard days, like the uh, the the butter assault on my first day. Yeah, tell me about that one. That that's a a fun story. Oh yeah, it's always fun. It's a very fun story. So hey, we're gonna jam this stick of butter down your throat. Not just one stick of butter. Not just one, but you know, how long do we have? Oh, we got twelve boxes of butter. <laughs> so we're gonna do as many takes as we fucking want. Unsalted. <laughs> I swear, it ruined popcorn for me for like months oh, afterwards. That's the worst. I was like, ah. Oh, I'm sorry, you guys. I... You guys are jerks. <laughs> no, even like like just corn in general, because like if I put corn on the cob, you oh, put yeah. some butter on there. You like, can't... I just, I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't eat potatoes anymore. Yeah, I was like, mashed potatoes just, are I'm fucked for done. you. I'm just Everything. Like, fuck it. I'm Everything like, good's done for you. Pretty much. Yeah. It's like I, I, I lost a lot of weight after we done. <laughs> yeah. After we get out, I just couldn't eat the crap anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no more cookies either, because it has butter somehow in yeah, it. Exactly. It's like, it tastes slightly buttery, so I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Lobster, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you just go for uh, someone's like, do you want some toast? Un- don't butter it, please. <laughs> you want some peanut butter? Mm, no. No. No, thank you. No. <laughs> so yeah, tell me about the salt, the um, salted butter. Yes. <laughs> um. Basically, the the scene was uh, butter. It was a flashback scene. Yeah. And uh, it was like how he got his nickname and he, he's walking home from a salad bar who just, he just kind of inadvertently insulted the two people working behind the counter. Oh, smart man. Yeah. And 
you know, it's the, the, yeah. the school bully and who he eventually finds out is his brother. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wait, you just spoiled it for me, I feel like. Eh, it's not a big, it's not even a big twist. They, they changed it, they changed that a little bit from that, from the book, I think. I don't, it's been a minute since I've read the book, but. Because I didn't know that, and they never see, like, any in the trailer doesn't even show that. It's. It's not so much a, it's not it's not a huge spoiler, just kind of a little hidden detail. Like, oh, that explains why they're both jerks. Oh, they they, well, they feed off each other. Basically, interesting. now now I got now I got to wait for butter to, butter to come butter's final meal. Oh, to don't come worry, out. don't worry, man. You'll you'll get the next yeah. link too. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um. But yeah, basically the whole scene is like, I, I'm walking home after yeah. doing that. They pull up in their 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 buttery yellow Camaro. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So the brother's not there at Christmas for his final meal? No, it's not. It's not Butters. Uh, it's not Butters' brother. It's Jeremy's brother. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, I I got confused for a second. I no, think, no, you good. I think I think I got really confused for a second. I I didn't specify. I didn't yeah, specify. Yeah. it's Jeremy's brother. Oh, now I made it spoiler. <laughs> it's not. It's just like I said. It's still okay. not a spoiler. Right. It's just. They, they feed off each other yeah. basically. Now, okay. Now that makes sense. A little okay. Bit more. Now I understand. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they, after him walking after yeah. insulting them, they pull up in their buttery yellow Camaro. <laughs> yes, it, there, there's so it, it much yellow. There's so much yellow as like a, a theme or motif. Did you wear yellow in that movie too? I, I don't think I actually wear yellow, but there's a yellow blanket on my bed. Okay. There, there's yellow posters. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the floor in the high school is yellow. Okay. There's a couple lockers that are painted yellow too. So you must be sick of the color. Dude, I wear yellow at work. Uh, it's a it's a really horrible yeah because your security horrible it's that shade. lime green or that uh, no it's it's that it's lemon not, it used to be that color now yeah. it's it, I look like a minion it's it's your banana it's, so your banana yellow it's minion yellow yeah okay interesting <laughs> and my nickname at work is is butter still I'm like oh, oh, God. I, I'm never gonna live it down oh. you took I, the I, wrong I, role <laughs> just kidding <laughs> oh there's bear there there back there's bear. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, basically, yeah, they're, yeah. they're buttery yellow come out, they come out, go, hey, no, just yeah, start, yeah. start talking shit, whatever. It's like, hey, we're going to make you, yeah, we're going to beat you up, we're going to, yeah. we're, we're going to make you eat this, that's you, because they, they were working at a salad bar, yeah. and I just, I just walked away, I didn't pay for the food, I didn't, I just left the food there, yeah. I just walked away, because I was, like, I made fun of them inadvertently, yeah. and left, and now they're embarrassed, they want the revenge. Yeah. So we're going to make you eat this, and like, no, I'm not going to do it, mm. and so then, they and their two friends push me on the ground, hold yeah. me down, and uh, Jake, who plays Jeremy, is like, "Okay, eat it." <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not eating it. Eat it, eat it. If you see the show, yeah. that's exactly how it's. He's, he's screaming it. Like I think we 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 worried neighbors who didn't realize we were shooting a movie. Yeah. Well, that's always a plus, right? <laughs> Because we were shooting it in the neighborhood where where the house was, yeah. so like people didn't know. Didn't know <laughs> oh, you guys are shooting a movie. Yeah, don't worry. It's I'm I'm getting assaulted with butter, but it's it's okay. It's okay. It's <laughs> assaulted it's, by butter. <laughs> it's it, it's pretend. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting sh- butter's getting shoved on my throat. I'm legitimately choking on yeah. butter and some takes the spit it, bucket too, right? I I need I needed the spit bucket. It's like even Paul's like oh, okay, spit bucket, spit spit bucket. And comes uh, Laura, a prop girl. Yeah. Um, and I spit. I spit the butter out. It's the first yeah. time I ever used a spit bucket. Yeah. So I I did not aim properly. Good job. So I spit butter. Most of it gets in there, but there's yeah. a few like droplets gonna go out. So yeah, I, yeah. I, sp- I spread 
luckily this wasn't during COVID, so I didn't have to worry about pe- getting people getting sick. But uh, I got butter on uh, the guy, one of the guys holding me down. Yeah. Uh, shirt. I got it. How'd you pull that off? If he, if the, if the spit bucket, because the spit bucket was like there, but out of frame for yeah, my yeah. coverage. So it was like, like eat it, eat it, eat it, and, and pull it away. Yeah. That was how it was supposed to go. Barnes on the floor, so I mean, if you're on the floor, the spit bucket's gonna be a little higher than you. So it was a little higher, but I just kind of moved it in and out of frame. Oh, okay. But basically, it was uh, spit bucket, spit bucket, like, and I was yeah. spo- I was supposed to go that. Yeah. Spit. I just ended up. Oh. And I got it on shirts. Got it in his hair. Ugh. Got it on Laura Prop Girl's eyelash. Wonderful. And I felt horrible because like because she's like. That that <laughs> until she could walk, well, she couldn't leave. So she 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 is the one that has to hold the spit bucket. Yeah. Oh god. I mean, after that day, she's like, "I'm not holding the spit bucket. I'm just gonna put it close by." Yeah. We'll find. We'll we'll make a PA do it next yeah, time. Yeah. So we're not gonna. <laughs> they're they're all film students. They gotta work. Does your, your mouth feel greasy as shit? Oh, dude, you could you, you can see in the trailer how much butter there yeah. was. Like, like, there, was uh, there was like six stickers of butter's worth on do, my. You ever hear that? Uh, eh. Bullet coffee or whatever. It's like you put butter into the mm-hmm. coffee instead. It's like a keto thing. My my girlfriend tried it. Uh-huh. She was my mouth is all buttery. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, this. it's so buttery. I'm like, I'm like, is your mouth all greasy? <laughs> She's like, my mouth is so greasy. Oh man! Like just like I'm just That's thinking about so you weird. for for your sake. That's I'm like, so oh my weird. god. No, like people and it's like all the film festivals have been asking. Yeah. So was it was it real butter? Was it real butter? Yeah. Like. I can't believe you know, it's not butter. <laughs> it, it 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 was it was real butter. Yeah, they thought about oh, we could do yeah, we could do pudding, we can do ice cream, we can do all these other things I mean, to I make would, to make why, fake. Why you should butter. fall for pudding? <laughs> they tried literally everything they can come up with yeah. to make a fake stick of butter, but it either didn't hold uh, long enough, yeah. didn't hold its shape, or it melted too quickly, mm-hmm. or it just didn't look real. It didn't, at least it so, wasn't tofu. I'm very happy it wasn't tofu because I cannot stand the taste of tofu or the texture of tofu. <laughs> yeah, but. But and Paul's like, I mean, cream cheese kind of looks like butter a little bit, a little bit, but it's too white. So they, oh. they have to add like a certain amount of yellow, <coughs> certain amount of yellow to it. Yeah, a certain amount of yellow okay. food coloring to it, and it was just Paul's like, it's just easy. You just, yeah, just go to the store, buy as much butter as you can. <laughs> At least your name wasn't margarine. I'm so happy <laughs> for that. That was the nickname for the for the running joke. For like the sequel's gonna be margarine, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the third one's gonna be. I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah. <laughs> the story of my weight loss. Was well, butter whip or what's the other one that uh, isn't there like a butter whip or some shit like that? Yeah, or? it's butter's worth. Butter's worth. Yeah. <laughs> he goes on a reality show. <laughs> oh, and, and another thing you told me, which I remember, which stood out to me, is like you you couldn't you had to quit your job too, right? I did. I yeah. I, I I quit my job and then. Cause I, I was luckily I was friends with like one of the one of the heads of the department, yeah. Who's uh, who, who's trying to get into this industry as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he and his son have started um, a production house out here yeah. for like commercial work, and um, so he was like, oh, "Dude, you, you can, it's if you if you pass up with this opportunity, I'm gonna I'll just fire you right here. You're, yeah. you're fucking doing it. So this is your two week notice. Write it on the paper. There, yeah. good enough for me. I'll type it up, print it up, make it look good, make it look professional, and on good yeah. terms officially. Yeah." And then as soon as you get back, send me a text, send in the application where you get rehired. Yeah. So I put in my two weeks like in November, mm-hmm. get back, you know, tailing, like I waited till the end for New Year's to hit. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm looking for a job. You're still hiring? Yeah. Send your application. Put it in. Like, yeah. Sent. Cool. You'll probably start in three weeks once the paperwork gets filed. Oh, wow. 
So easy. Okay. I was I was the fastest rehire. Never <laughs> fastest rehire ever. <laughs> so and then um, now after butter post butters or post but butter final meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you doing? Um, I'm I'm doing uh, so I'm doing a lot of press for butter. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've we've been into quite a few film festivals. Yeah. We we won um socially relevant film festival award. We won a couple awards with uh, the Block Island Film Fest. We got best actor, best um yeah. Uh, I think it was best director, uh, best feature. Yeah, nice. And then one of the other festivals, we got uh, best director, best. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won best of for a few different yeah. festivals. So we're like, we're, we're excited for that. Yeah, it's all good things. And now we're starting this. Uh, we're, we're we're kind of piloting this program to uh, reach high school high schoolers who are going through a similar situation that uh, Butter is going through. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe they deal with their own mental health issues, yeah. or they're dealing with bullying, or just kind of want to identify. Um, where they yeah. where they can connect with butter? Almost anybody can can universally connect with butter yeah. once you see the movie, or they connect with you know the bullies, or mm-hmm. they connect with the the uh, the girl, the love interest. Yeah. They connect with the parents because the parents are watching this as too. So we're trying to we're trying to get this program out so that way we can reach as many kids as possible, mm-hmm. so we can help and prevent uh, teen suicide yeah. specifically, and then. Um, Hopefully that program does very well because we did the first session yesterday actually up in uh, up at school in Napa Valley. Okay, um, with, with the superintendent was uh, listening in and watching us, and putting in questions, and mm-hmm. hopefully we answered him uh, good enough for her. Yeah. Um. So, um. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks we're going to do a couple other schools, mm-hmm. potentially a full, whole school districts once their school district opens up. Yeah. Uh, more so after the new year. Mm-hmm. And then the goal is to reach um, the San Francisco area because it's one of the largest uh, school districts oh, wow. in, in the state. And this way we can go, hey, we did all this outreach. Mm-hmm. We're getting a lot of good press because we're doing this. Where it's helping a lot of people. Yeah. We should get this on a major streaming service. Yeah. So, Makes hey, sense. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Disney, HBO. Anyone. Yeah. You want content that's going to be good press. Yeah. This one. It's good press. Yeah. So... That, that I think that's our that that's one of the ultimate goals. But that's a good the, goal. The, we got a we have a kind of sort of distribution deal mm-hmm. uh, right now with a few other things. So we're kind of like, what let's see what happens first. Yeah, yeah. We'd rather help people. Yeah, it makes sense more so than anything else. Especially Paul's attitude is, even if it's just one more kid, it's yeah. it's it's progress. That's true. That's 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 always a good goal. As long as you, get, I mean, that's my fucking motto here. Yeah. Just one person has to listen. One, one more listener. Yeah, one, one more listener. Yeah. like one person. That's all I need. Uh. Anything else after now after butter with the whole thing? I think I saw like one or two things that you did were, were doing in the in my father's footsteps, right? I did uh, in my father's footsteps, which and, was a kind of a pilot uh, proof of concept type yeah. of thing. I'm playing. I don't know if I would say the love interest, but kind of the uh, the guy who crushes on the main character. Okay. Pretty hardcore. I'm kind of the comedic relief. Okay. I was very happy that they let me improvise whatever the hell I wanted to say yeah. again, because that because it was. Uh, Margot Quinn mm-hmm. and uh, Chloe Brown, I think, just kind of arguing back yeah. and forth for that little scene, like saying there's a lot of animosity between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, very similar to the kind of like trash talking in the Fast and Furious yeah. movies because it was set at a little uh, at a car meet. Yeah, and basically my character's like, "Your name's stupid, whatever." And yeah. just, I just say stupid. I just me and her just went to a full on roast battle. Yeah, with uh, the camera, the camera, our director, we're just going like. All right, let's see that. All right, yeah, Chloe, you're going to go first. Insult him as much as you can. Just remember your final line is ending on that. Yeah. 
just do as many takes as you want. She she tore me a new one. I tore her a new one. There oh, was, wow. It's a lot of tearing. I felt horrible because we were doing this in public. Yeah. So there were little kids walking around. Oh we were saying so much harsh language. I was dropping F-bombs, the C-bomb. Yeah. I, I, you dropped the C-bomb? Oh, yeah. Because I'm defending my friend. You were a bitch. No, you're not a bitch. You're a... <laughs> wow. Man, bring out the C word. I mean, I was, I was in character. I, I know, apologized I afterwards. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I insulted your mom and you. <laughs> and ish. <laughs> but you, you, you touched a few nerves. I touched a few nerves. Call it even. Yeah, okay. We're not, we're, we're not going to trash each other in the press. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not going to call deadline. Awesome. <laughs> You're not going to call dead spin. <laughs> uh, so now that that's over, we're kind of in this. Post twenty twenty one COVID, yes. still America. So, what are you? Anything else that you're still just looking around for gigs and stuff like that? I'm still looking around for gigs. Actually, um, before I came here to record this, I just got done doing a self tape audition. Oh, nice! How'd that go? Uh, very well, very good. well. Um, hopefully, twenty twenty one brings me good news and yep. paying gig in L A. No, I man, twenty twenty one's shaping up to be pretty good so far. I'm not gonna lie. Like for what twenty, we're in twenty twenty right now, but we're speaking. But it's it's been pretty good since a certain date that I'm not gonna mention. It's been getting better progressively. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's showing some progress. It's progress it's, of a sort. It's showing some progress, <laughs> and we're getting back to like a a weird old some normal, sort of normal. Yeah, some old. Let's, let, let's call it that. I hate that term, new normal. It just annoys I, me. I just hate that word, normal. Yeah, new normal. It's, uh, just, no, normal is such a boring word. No one wants to be normal. No one wants to be new normal either. <laughs> um, but hey, let's get to the second part of that conversation about the film community out here. So let's, Absolutely, man. So let's talk about the strengths. We talk about the strengths, weaknesses, and what can we do to improve. Mm-hmm. Or get to the next level, I'd like to say. So what are? let's start with the good things. What are the strengths? Strengths. We have such a huge talent pool, mm-hmm. uh, both in front of the camera and behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's just so much things that have been set up. Um, around town that we could you could literally recreate most major neighborhoods from whatever city you want to have the film set in yeah here i mean you obviously can't create like major major city vibes i mean you can come close to it with like downtown yeah like by the courthouse it kind of it looks like just a typical courthouse scene but unless you're doing anything there if if, if you're only doing stuff there then you're good so but you can recreate almost anything here if mm-hmm. you have the right set director. Yeah. So the fact that we don't have more stuff that isn't just strip central. Yeah. Is kind of weird for always. Me. Yeah. Plus. Yeah, I'd r- I'd rather be off the strip than yeah. I because there's so much things out here. People people don't realize we have Red Rock. We have Mount uh, Charleston. We have Mount Charleston. We have we have sun, we have the. Uh, there's a really cool thing I went to today, actually, before the podcast. Uh, it was in Moapa Valley. It's like this, it, a few films, I guess, have been out there, but it's like this abandoned, like, area. Mm-hmm. And it's got, like, this crazy shit on it. And, uh, let me show you it real quick. But, what, 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 keep going, keep, keep going, keep going. Um, there's, there's such a huge talent pool here that it needs to be, oh, wow. Yeah, and then, uh, it's, it's wait, yeah. That is cool. Yeah. Wow, yeah, I can definitely see. I can see yeah. a, a, a post-apocalyptic, yep. just a yeah. random like music video could be shot there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things lot that of can things. be shot, yeah. shot out here, just in Nevada in general, but Las Vegas specifically. There's so many things out here that you could do Yeah, that you don't realize is very, very easy. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so we got Flatlands, we got 
straight desert that yep. you can recreate everything. We got sand dunes somewhere in Pahrump, by Pahrump. Yeah, we got plenty of sand dunes. We got yeah. we got the, we got the river out in Pahrump too. Yeah. Laughlin too. You know, yeah, we got the, we got the dam. You want to do a small town? Go out in Boulder City. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of shit. Then uh, any other strengths? Um, I think just because we we are so unique, because mm-hmm. you can recreate literally anything you want yeah. out here. You can recreate a memory that you had in Florida yeah. if you're in the right spot. You can okay. re- you can you can recreate just that that magical moment you need yeah. on set to get that that one little money shot mm. done. Yeah, and in, uh, and in the books, um, that and the fact that we have uh, a no state tax, so we we. Can, we <laughs> No state income tax. Yes. There's no state income tax, so it's cheaper out here. Yeah. The fact that we don't have more film credits. Yeah, um, that's that's a whole story for a whole oh, ball game. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It, you can do a whole couple episodes just on that. Yeah. I um, think I think I, fuck. I don't want to say the wrong person, but I, I think I know who. I think I've someone told me who who did this tax credits mm-hmm. that bill, and I kind of want to get them on the podcast. I need to get them on the podcast, but I'm not too sure which one it is, so I'm not going to say the person's name. That's probably a good idea. Yeah, so you don't get it wrong. And then yeah, then I feel embarrassed. Correct yourself yeah. again. Yeah, God, have to do a third one. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other strengths, or are we going to the weaknesses now? Um, strengths, I think because we, we have such we're a wide open space too. Yeah. So we we're built to expand. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas twenty years ago was, I think, not even half the size it is now. It yeah. was smaller than that. That's and true. It's, yeah, it's grown exponentially, and it mm-hmm. can only continue to grow. Yeah. So it's not as congested. We don't have nearly as much traffic we're dealing with. Um, it's the fact we have not yet. Wait till you get yet. more traffic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you know, it's it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. But still, I mean, we're basic. We're basically L.A. minus the traffic. Yeah. And the random TMZ celebrity encounters. True. Good point. Uh, weaknesses now. Weaknesses. Yeah. Um. A the fact that we don't have all the uh, the tax credits that's why we're not getting the uh, the work out here. Um, I think a lot of a lot a lot of things that come out here for like the uh, the concerts or the award shows that are get shot out here. A lot of them bring in people from L.A. because they're under contract or whatever, or maybe they're with their they're under contract with their union. They have to. They're the ones who are doing the rigging for the concerts. They're the one doing the lights and the sound. Or they're they're the ones running the camera instead of the locals out here who actually know what they're doing and know. <clears throat> I don't want to say that they don't yeah. know what they're doing, but they know the area a lot yeah. more because they've been. Oh yeah, I, I, I recorded the Aces game. I recorded the Kevin Hart concert out yeah. here for his uh, his tour. Yeah. So he know they know the Grand Garden Arena. They know yeah. all this. So the, the the local talent pool isn't being uti- utilized, utilized as yeah. much as it should be. Agree, agree with you. One, um, I think one of the other weaknesses we don't have a major studio presence, yeah. which there, there's a, it's a pro and a con, honestly, because yeah. um, the the pro that we don't have it is because you can the pro that we don't have as major studios allows that we can do whatever the hell we want out yeah. here on projects. Studios tend to interfere on some level. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Yeah. Um, there's several episodes, there's several re- reasons why it could be bad, but there's mm. also sometimes it's for the best. Yeah. Oh, that they do interfere. Um, but the con that we don't have is we don't have that security. We don't have that funding. Yeah. So projects that start off really promising and really, really interesting 
tend to fizzle out. Yes. Or yeah. people book other things out, outside because they don't have the budget to continue doing it right then and there. Yeah, and I think to kind of piggyback off that, not a major network, mm-hmm. not a major network, not a major studio, but like mm-hmm. a studio that's kind of hybrid, where it kind of gives mm-hmm. you the flexibility to do whatever you want. Still, oh, absolutely. And you know, but that's also like a fucking uh, that's like an investor's nightmare. I feel like <laughs> as well. If it's not done and operated properly, I yeah, can it has to be operated properly. Hon- obviously. Honestly, what I would do, I, I build not necessarily like a Warner Brothers size yeah. studio a lot, but maybe like a a fraction of that yeah. size. Like build, an A24. Build, if an A24 came out here, I think that'd be... A24 like, is fantastic. Or yeah. even, a, even a Bloomhouse. Yeah, Bloomhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloomhouse. It would be really... I think it would be really, really successful out mm. there because it's small. Yeah. But you can... If they did what kind of what they did with Mandalorian, kind yeah. of like the rear projection, yeah. real time, also, that's getting more and more viable financially. So if, it could happen. If you look at like the Blumhouse model too, though, like they they go okay, we are horror niche. We shoot for like really cheap horror films, mm-hmm. and we make a boatload of money, right? So they're looking at. I think a lot of their films are under three million, three million and under. There mm-hmm. are other ex- there are exceptions to the rule. They did with Flash, I believe, for nine million. They did a few other movies for nine million or mm-hmm. eight million, ten million. I think it's the most they used, but. They know the market and they know their place. They're like, okay, this is our, like, Whiplash, for example. If I remember, I watched a few Jason Blum um, uh, interviews and he was mm-hmm. talking about how, like, they knew Whiplash was going to be their indie darling and their fucking, like, Sundance winner classic. Right. So they kind of pushed it for a little bit more money. But, like, you look at their other stuff, it's like, no, we know where it's going to be. It's going to be in theaters. It's going to get a quick buck and we'll make it really cheap and dirty. And it'll be fucking a million, three million dollars return on investment from the $300,000 we made. And that it's it's that way. I think yeah. if we if you think about it that way, it might work. But again, I mean, it, it, yeah. it's it's that's the thing with being in this industry. Yeah. It's you you pay you know x amount of dollars yeah, yeah. and you only get y amount uh, back. So sometimes that y is more. Sometimes yeah. it's significantly less. And yeah. that's that's the risk you you take being in the business. And also, like, there's also weird, like there's an article I need to find this uh, from No Film School a long time ago. Like, there's movies that were in the 70s and 80s that still mm-hmm. haven't made a profit technically. As oh, much yeah. as you want to believe it, like as much as you see the net gross and all that shit, mm-hmm. like box office stuff, it doesn't take in a profit. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, there's stuff that the studios have made recently that yeah. haven't that haven't made oh. a profit. Not not because they haven't been released, but because they have so many issues post production wise. Yeah, that's true. Like I don't know if you saw uh, the trailer just came out for Chaos Walking. Oh yeah, I heard like that, that with, was like that, with, yeah. with Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. They shot it originally before either of them were major names. Yeah. So like before before he was Spider Man, before she was Ray, they yeah. just were. British actors and we're doing this movie in 2016. I think they shot that or something like that. 2015. I don't. I don't even. I think it was. I think it might have been 14. Oh wow. Honestly. Okay. It yeah. was. It was so long ago. Mm-hmm. They had so because they, they. I think they ran out of money. Yeah, and Doug Lehman. Like I think Doug Lehman's directing it, and I heard like yeah. there's some problems with his. Uh, there's a push with him. There was there was an issues with. I could be the wrong. Issues Doug behind Lehman, the I'm scenes. Sorry. There might have been issues with money. Yeah, a whole bunch. All of I remember is like after they kind of blew up. Yeah. They. Obviously, Daisy really got in, you know, different shape to play Ray. Yeah. Tom Holland got in significantly like bulked up to play Spider Man. Yeah. So there was such a huge like bodily difference between mm. oh you're you're playing a dy- you're it's a dystopia yeah. film you shouldn't be ripped but you should be in a good shape. <laughs> and he you see he's very skinny yeah. in the trailer. And I also heard that movie was like unwatchable too. There, yeah, there was a lot of articles like there's like what went wrong with yeah. this, so why it's, so why it will why it will never be released. It's the Heaven's Gate, yeah, it's it's the Heaven Gate of uh of modern filmmaking. 
<laughs> yeah, that's probably pretty apt. Uh, yeah, pretty apt analogy. Yeah, that's... <laughs> thank you. I was I'm like, let me, let me make sure. Yep, heaven's gate. I always get that in days of heaven confused for some strange reason. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Uh, any other weaknesses? Anything else that you um, want to proclaim to the world out there? I'm trying to think of another weakness. I, I think I, w- I had a lot of weaknesses the first time I Yeah, I, I totally am blanking out. I'm blanking a lot yeah, more now. It's okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on like no sleep. I haven't slept since 8. Oh, you poor thing. Since 8 p.m. yesterday. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> is there anything that gets to the next level? Let me get <laughs> the next level. I think yeah. the next level is we have a, a, a studio, a major. Uh, player, in, yeah. even if it's just an in, technically an indie player, but yeah. have, that has the funding to do an actual studio out here, yeah, just to have projects, even mm-hmm. whether it be documentaries, whether it be just be concerts, whether it just be just anything, just post production yeah. houses, even that 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 helps build our repertoire and build up our clientele yeah. to get more major stuff. Gotcha. It's like yes, Jason Bourne did pretty pretty good stuff mm-hmm. for Vegas and the film community out here because they had a lot of yeah. lot of lot of uh, local talents uh, behind the scenes yeah. and in, and um, in front of the camera but I heard actually uh, someone was telling me there's people in Iowa and like uh, Chicago area mm-hmm. or like other Midwest states that were actually mm-hmm. working the born stuff. Oh yeah, people came out just because they wanted to be a part of them yeah that set and they were like just saying they were from Vegas and they weren't at all and they just fucking flew out here for yeah. it. And yeah, we had a discussion about that in the last podcast with, I believe, Roger Cross, episode 60. <laughs> um, but no, man, it's, I think having a major studio, even, not, I'm not saying Warner Brothers, I'm mm-hmm. not saying Bloom Blumhouse. Just something like, in, like so, something small and indie. Something small, indie, it could be major, either way, something yeah. who could put money into the film market out here, because there's a lot of local indie artists, Yeah, both musically, artistically, and yeah, in, in in the film world that we could really kind of boost their career. We have so many people who are, you know, for yeah. a fact, are are meant to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they just can't because they are they're out here and they can't afford to go out to L.A. Yeah, for every audition. Like I, I can't afford to go out to L.A. for no, every yeah. audition it's, it's anymore. Po- like out of pocket and stuff like that. It's a pain in the ass, probably too. It, it's a four. It's it's a ten hour day for me. I have to yeah. go four hours down there, wait to audition, oh. come back. Yeah, and that's that's if I'm not dealing with traffic. I wonder if they'll do more Zoom auditions then. Oh, I've had so many since, yeah. since COVID hit. I've had... I hate to have fucking poor internet. <laughs> I, I don't have very good internet yeah. either. I'm, I'm, like, I'm kind of upset with my internet provider right yeah. now. I don't want to say the brand because... Is it... Is it Lentry Sync? I cannot confirm nor deny that that... Because I can... I, if it is, if it is them, I'll complain because I've had a problem with them in the past. And I don't use them anymore. As I, I I haven't had I have used I've used them I've used Cox I've yeah. u- I've used multiple providers in the past. Yeah. So the one I have now, sometimes it's really really good. Yeah. Sometimes it's really really shit. Yeah. Well, it that could, sounds like it, Cox too. It, it could be just the 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 equipment I'm using because yeah. it's a really old laptop. Okay. So that, that is more than likely a factor in it. That's true. Yeah. But if when I've had you know five six Zoom auditions. For different commercials, yeah. and it's like, <laughs> I'm trying to, and I, I, I yeah, keep like I'm that. sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, poor internet connection sucks to be you. You're yeah. out. So the studio thing is the big thing that we need to get. I think the studio thing. I think I think investors, if you're listening, CTF Media Studios should be. Here we go. 
Absolutely. I mean, yeah. we got there's tons of local yeah. local Tell stuff, myself, I, I, especially yeah. especially the CTF. CTF yeah. is the best. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I feel a brown. I see a brown spot in your nose. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I clean this off with this water. It's okay. No worries. But uh, I'll, I appreciate that one. Um, so now we're at the path, the end of the show. Basically, I know you're on team no sleep. Basically, I apologize. No, no, you're that. good. You're good. Uh, so last two questions. One, yes. what is your social media? Uh, my social media is. At Alex Kirsting 104 on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on Facebook. Um, I have a fan page. I don't really use that very mm. often. I may end up blo- I may end up blowing that up by having a typical account. You mm. can try to friend me. I may not add you because I don't know you. So you only have five thousand spots for friends. Exactly. But they can follow you still. You can follow me, so I'll take that. Yeah. And I usually post random memes I find funny. Sometimes they're shit I really shouldn't post. So enjoy yourself, everyone. <laughs> and then the last question is, what is that last nugget of information you want to give people who are listening to the show today? That last, like, glimmer of hope, that last inspirational thing you want to give? Um, make someone laugh every day. Okay. Doesn't matter if it's yourself. Doesn't matter if it's your roommate. Uh, even if it's your dog and you somehow make your dog laugh. I want to know how you do that because I'm trying to make my dog laugh. My dog laughs all the time. He barks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he just barks just randomly. He just oh, I showed up and like okay. that's true. Bear was on your was I on you like ten, it's like she like it's like Bear just smelt my dog. Oh yeah, bear, I, I, I can't wait to hear about your dogs. So when you get home, and be like my dogs went crazy because of Bear. <laughs> She did the last time. Oh, she did? <laughs> she did. That's funny. She's like, I'm claiming you. This is all my fur. This is mine. Mine, my, mine. Get used to my glitter. <laughs> uh, but thank you, Alex, for being on the show again. Absolutely, man. My pleasure. Yeah. And uh, again, guys, thank you uh, for listening. And remember uh, to subscribe to the podcast. We're on Spotify, Overcast, TuneIn Radio, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. I can't do this without my frame chasers. And I'm just trying to bring knowledge to all you listeners out there. And I hope you are you are gaining some great valuable information and learning something from it because we all have a story and we all go through things at the same time 